All right, everybody. Welcome back to the episode of College Football Sunday. I'm Steve. With me always is Taz. What's up? We're back. Back, baby. <laughs> Welcome back, Taz. How you been, man? Good, man. You know, there's a lot going on since we've been back. You know? Oh, I know. Oh, I know. I mean, we survived the hurricane. We got lucky it didn't hit right. us, but our people down in Tampa, Central Florida, and the North Carolina area, right? you know, anything y'all can do to help them, that'd be great. I, mean, I, don't, I ain't going to promote no donate money or nothing like that, but whatever y'all can do for our fans down there, we know we got fans down there. We ain't forgot about y'all. Most definitely, man. Yeah, so man, we're back, Taz. I mean, definitely, man. Season, uh, <laughs> dang, a lot going on. Yeah, I mean, it's been what three weeks? Yeah, yeah, it's mm. it's it's awesome, though. It's college football, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> like I say, y'all, sometimes life happens, you know. I mean, like I said, this ain't what we do for our regular job, we like to do it for all the people out there, but right. we gotta find a way to start making money, so I mean. We still have a regular job and everything. And then here recently, right before the hurricane came, where we right. was located, you know, we had to worry about the hurricane. Right. Family first. I mean, that's yeah. that's our main thing. Yeah, but, you know, everything went well on our end, so. Yeah, we got lucky. It made right. the turn. We didn't get it, but somebody's got to get it, you right. know. Right. And the Tampa area, Fort Myers, all that. And then it went through Florida, broke outside, hit the water, got, got stronger. Came back to the, the Carolinas, right. you know what I'm saying? So, unfortunately for anybody who had trouble and damage and all that, if we can do anything just to shed some light because you ain't get to watch college football, right. unfortunately, you won't be able to. We're going to try to do our best for y'all. Right, man. And, uh, you know, for those who, you know, kind of was uh, disturbed by this storm, man, and, you know, lost some things, and hopefully, you know, you guys can recruit. When, you know, I do whatever I can to kind of, you know, help out. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. Man. I'll do something, you know, donate some money or some help or whatever Definitely, we can man. do um, to help y'all if out. If you guys have there. the email address or whatever, you know, just email, yep. you know, whatever we can do. Yep. CollegeFootballSunday at gmail.com. Right. Just let us know. We'll do anything we can do to help. We love our fans out there, and like I said, unfortunately... When something like that happens, it's got to hit somebody. Right, right. And uh, so we were lucky. We were blessed. It didn't hit us. And then that's why we had a lapse in time with the one that we did have. Because at first, they was telling us it was going to hit where we were. And so we got to look out for our family, make sure we got everything in order. And if y'all end up losing power, hey, if you got a cell phone, download this. Hey, we're going to keep you up to date. We're going to be here for y'all. Most deaf. Yeah, we love our fans, y'all. Thank y'all for all the support. Sorry for the lag in time. And like I say, sometimes life happens, natural disasters. I mean, it's a lot of stuff we've had to orchestrate these last couple last couple of weeks. And just want to apologize to the fans. And we're going to get back on track, right? Yep. And everybody, like I said, you know, just uh, careful out there. I know a lot of people lost some stuff. Yeah. You know, what we can do. Um, it's material stuff. So if you have your life, that's a blessing itself. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, and I mean, you can you can build a house back, you can't build a life back. So Most definitely. hopefully, a lot of our fans and everybody's safe out there and everything. So, all right, Taz, let's for the fans out there, let's let's let's, let's give them something to cheer about. Let's give them something to talk about. Let's you know, go. we we got a lot of fans let's out go, there. Let's, so, so we're let's gonna start with. So, um, <clears throat> since we've been gone, right? Um, some other people lost their jobs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, some surprising, some not. Yes. Yes, that is a hundred percent true. Yeah, Colorado. Let's start with that. Colorado. I I, I, di I didn't I didn't see it coming this soon. I no, mean, you would think. I mean, 
Things change over the years, dude. It, normally, you get a f- four or five years. I mean, because you have to rebuild. Exactly. You know, it's not, you know, everybody want this microwave, you know, uh, turnaround. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's some rare cases. If some things are left behind or you can get some guys to come in through the portal, something right away to help. But for the most part, uh, it's going to take time. Yeah, and that's something that me and you had talked about on the side during all this is right. there's only a handful of coaches that can show up and say, "Hey, right. I'm here. Now we're going to start winning." Right. I mean, we I mean, you can check the stats, you can look at it. We talked about it. Yep. You know, uh Urban Meyer did it. Yep. Um Bob Stoops did it. Right. You know, and multiple other coach Jim Trestle did it. Jim Trestle. You yeah. know, I mean, there's 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 certain coaches and there's been plenty more. Please excuse me if I forgot some. Mm-hmm. You know, that's had successful years in their second year. Or, you right. know, what I'm saying right. not maybe not to national championship level, but and then even like a, um, a Pete Carroll got him to the Pac-12 championship or Pac-10 right. back then. I want to say right. when it was that. So I mean, there's there's only there's a handful of coaches. Like okay, y'all, if Nick Saban went to your school next year, then yeah. You'll be competing within two years. Yeah, yeah, but in, in, in fairness to some of these other schools, also a lot of these coaches are going either in or near near further recruiting grounds. Oh well, yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? Now, yeah. Colorado, of course. I mean, they're not really known for recruiting in that area. Now you got to go outside of Colorado to recruit. True. Now, based on who the the guy is that you're going to bring in, you want someone who's going to. You know, gonna gonna bring in or draw recruits in, but if you don't have that guy, you gotta allow that coach, you know, a few years to kind of rebuild and get his guys in there. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Like, and I heard that McIntyre. I watched that um, the Gospel of Mac on ESPN at right. Thirty for Thirty, mm-hmm. and he made a really good point back then. <clears throat> he said, "If I can get a kid to Boulder, Colorado, right. oh, he'll he'll sign." Right. It's the same thing. It's the same. This is the thing that blows my mind. Colorado has the same issue that the University of Oregon had. Right. Because I heard the same thing out of the University of Oregon. They right. said, well, look, if I can get you to Eugene, Oregon, right. oh, you'll commit. Yeah, just getting them there. But I need to get you there. Right. You know, right. and not not Colorado hits hard to me for some reason. Have no reason why. Have no ties there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have no worries or concerns at right. Colorado. But for some reason... I just love, like I said, if you Google Folsom Stadium and you look at their stadium and that backdrop, and I remember watching when, I guess maybe because when I was younger, when Cordell Stewart was there with Shaw Salam, I used to hear Keith Jackson call plays, and it's just something about that whenever I was younger Mm -hmm. that I loved about Colorado and Boulder, Colorado, and the view is beautiful. They were ranked. Mm -hmm. Now, listen to this, Colorado. Now we've talked about other teams that everybody's starting to pay attention to, so I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to get on the Colorado train. Colorado was ranked the number one party school in America. Right. And that was gonna be my question. What's what's their draw? Well, what? it's better than Lawrence, Kansas. I mean, but I, we'll get into that yeah, later. Yeah, we're getting that. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> for for you know, that, and that's the question. Is that if we get them here, We'll get them to commit, but what's the draw to get them there? That's going to be the thing. True. Um, you know, because different teams have different things. Like, even Stanford, just for example, mm-hmm. have been doing the best in football. 
No. But that draws the education. Oh, well, of course. I mean, like we say, Stanford education. Right. If, if, you're, if your son gets a full ride to Stanford, right. he's smart enough to know not to pass that up. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? I mean, because that Stanford education, I mean, that will, that will carry you throughout life. Exactly. So, I mean, every team uh, has got to have, I, I guess, their draw they, or locate their draw. What what do we have to offer that can draw to interest a kid to come in? I mean, they're already Power 5, so you got that. Well, That's yeah, I mean, they got the Power 5. Right. You know what I'm saying? On lockdown. And then, but they also have, I mean, they got a national championship. Right. They've that had a true. Heisman Trophy winner. Right. They've had multiple conference champions. They've had multiple consensus All-Americans, right. multiple All-Americans. Mm-hmm. My biggest concern is why is Colorado a power five and everything I just mentioned, right. what has turned it into a stepping stone job? Now, I'm not saying Mel Tucker's doing the greatest job at Michigan State mm-hmm. this year, mm-hmm. but I think Mel Tucker is a great coach. Right, but why is this job a stepping stone job? Right, like I said, we don't we don't know the behind the scenes stuff as far as administration stuff like that. So I don't want to touch on that too much. But as but as far as if you're talking now, mm-hmm. today's kids, the history we know they don't know. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. No, like and I've I've quoted that a right. lot. But know? then I mean I, I'm I'm even talking recent. You're talking recent history. Who really could they sell and say, hey? They came through here, we developed them, and we took them to the league. I, I get what you're saying, nobody. And I, I, I 100% agree yeah, yeah. with you. But, and we talked off the air, and you made a really great point. Right. What about Eric Bellamy as the head coach right. for Colorado? That would be a perfect That would be a perfect candidate, and it would be a perfect draw, because he's a face now that yeah. they know. And he was there right. during the glory days. Right. And he's a face now. With his attachment, if he you know, if he decides to come there, his mm-hmm. attachment will be, Oh man, he coached Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. Exactly. And so that but that's he's the offensive coordinator for Pat Mahomes. Right. So that's my thing is what what's their draw? It's gotta be something that is gonna draw kids' attention. In more recent history. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. Cause I made a quote about that in our preview shows way back in the day about FSU. That nobody gives a damn about Bobby Bowden because nobody knew about until right. he died, right. and it's unfortunate yeah. because these kids well, nowadays, kids, yeah. just like you said, I need the right now. Right. I need the microwave stuff. Right. But Eric Bell, you made a great point. Yeah, he would be a fantastic hire. I think he would be, and that would be his opportunity to prove he can be a head coach. Yeah, I mean, of course, the NFL would constantly. I think they'll still look at him. Well, of course, but that'll give him some experience. Yeah, and this is somebody who could sell of course. that place because he knows right. that place. Right. He knows what campus can be like right. when you're successful. He knows what can happen when you're great at right. Colorado. Right. And like I said, I have no ties, no buy-ins. I don't have mm-hmm. a dog in a fight, but <laughs> I don't know. I've always loved Colorado. Right, and I think, like I said, it's just an option I had, but I think I, I'm, I know you can win there. I mean, it's been proven, but... Um, but that's the thing is to these kids now, it's got to be some type of draw when you're recruiting these kids. What are, oh, you, yeah. what are you selling? I mean, of course, you know, you want education to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. But outside that, a lot of these kids, they're looking at, you know, you know, even unrealistically, you know, everybody wants to go to the league. Oh, of course. <laughs> I mean, know? everybody wants to. But, I mean, could he? I mean, he knows what it would take to right, get you Right, because he's been there. So that's the thing. Anytime you can have someone that's been there. Mm-hmm. It, it's a draw to the kids that wants to get there. 
Oh, you know? yeah, of course. And, and especially, like I said, for multiple reasons. I mean, you're talking offense-wise. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes things are dropped, but he was a running back. So that's a sale to other running oh, backs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, of um, course. To come there. And then another thing it would actually do, this is me personally, mm-hmm. um, but it would it would probably, I, not probably, I'm pretty much 100%, it would bring back the alumni. Oh, yeah. No, if they got something that they could get behind right. and everything, I think they would 100%. Right. I mean, and I'm talking about this team that's been to the league. I mean, although these kids probably watched. I think coming up, growing up, they probably watched them. But families. Mm-hmm. I mean, recruiting a family is huge now. Oh, yeah. No, that's where it's all about. Oh, if mama don't believe it. Right. It ain't happening. Right. I mean, you know, <laughs> mom and daddy saw Rashawn Salam. Mom and daddy saw Cordell Stewart, mm-hmm. um, Westbrook. I mean, they've seen these guys. So, I mean, to to really, I think to get the, get it back, I would I would target a guy. I'll just test the waters with him, see where he is. You know, he wants to be a head coach. Oh yeah, no, of course. I <laughs> mean, he, and he's even he's even talked about it. He's like, look, I I want to get to this level and. I think he did get overlooked, and that's the NFL level because yeah. I don't understand the NFL and how yeah. they do all of that how stuff. They just rotate coaches, but hey. yeah, exactly. <laughs> but just to test the waters with him, um, I think that'll be something. Um, or I mean, you can possibly it, it's going to be a, a a rat race here pretty soon mm-hmm. with these job openings. Oh yeah, with the quickness. Yeah, I mean, I it think is. you know it's still the early bird gets the worm, so. I would I would try to get out there early, um, you know, test some waters and you know who's even considering. Mm-hmm. But you have to make it sweet for the coach because you don't want to offer him a job like you said a stepping stone. He just oh I'm just gonna be the head coach, but I'm looking elsewhere. Exactly type deal. I'm gonna make a shout out. Right. I'm gonna make a shout out, and I know this person carries a lot of weight, and I really enjoy watching him. Mm-hmm. Loved watching him on College Game Day. He does Saturday night with Kirk Herb Street. Right. Chris Fowler, you are a Colorado alum. Yeah. I'm not an alum. I don't have that. Right. But I love Colorado. Right. Chris Fowler, I want you. Let's make this happen. Eric Bellamy. Yeah. Let's go. If he, yeah. Let's get back to get where Colorado him. deserves to be. Right. Get behind it. Of course. I mean, like I said, they, they have a lot to say. I mean, guys. Chris Fowler can do it. Let's pitch it. Yeah. I mean, but you got, you, you got players out there that is a quarterbacks that want to play. They want to mm-hmm. play. There's guys on the bench that are always constantly looking around. Picking the right quarterback possibly um, can help you. Because, I mean, right now. But that comes with recruiting, like we've talked yeah. in the past. Yeah. yeah but, but but a good quarterback was a draw also. Oh, yeah, of course. If you get a guy there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to get him in there first. I'm calling him out. Chris Fowler, I'm going to tag you on this. Right. You got the Clemson-Boston College game this weekend. Right. You were not going to have much to talk about. Hmm. Your head coach just got fired at your office. That'd be a lot of airtime. <laughs> so you're gonna have you and Kirk are gonna have a lot to talk about. Right. And we don't have the sound and the push in the media like y'all have. Right. Y'all are gonna be on ABC seven thirty Saturday night, college football. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. That's game that game's gonna be over by the first quarter. Right. Right. So just to mention, just to bring it up, I'm quite sure they're gonna be talking about yeah. um other news in the in the league, in college football. Yeah, and so, I, I mean, want to see Colorado get back, Chris, just like you do. Maybe not to the extreme that you do, but I want to see it get back like it is. Right. right. So let's go, Chris Fowler. I'm going to call you out. I want to hear it when I'm watching the game Saturday night. 
You want to say college football Sunday said? We got to push for Eric Bellamy, offensive coordinator, Kansas Kansas City Chiefs. Right. Let's get him in here. Colorado, let's go. Yeah, if he would consider coming back to college, man, and hitting the recruiting trail just and building that resume. And uh, like I said, and being a head coach. And I, I know he, I mean, he he has a love for his university. Oh, of That's course. That's a given. Of course. That's a given. And, it's open. Uh, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. And Let's bring it go. in and then you can immediately bring, you know, fun back to Colorado. Exactly. Huh. All right. So another coach that got fired while we've been gone. Right. <laughs> Scott Frost. Scott Frost, man. You know, that was one of my teams. Yeah. I was right looking there. at that. Considering, you know, how they played the previous year. You know the crazy part? They're actually a favorite this weekend. They still might win the division, minus Scott Frost. Wow. Minus well, Scott Frost, they right. still might win the division. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, and then we looked at that Adrian Martinez. Adrian and Martinez. I taught, and I'll be the first to admit, I did not think he was going to do what he could do. He's playing lights out right now. Man. So now I'm starting to wonder, was it Scott Frost or was it Adrian Martinez? Right. I think right. it might have been Scott Frost. I and I know. like Scott Frost. I like Scott. But we, we know I do. it just didn't work. Because we know we've seen Scott coach. Oh, yeah. No. I mean, he's been proven that right. he can win and win at the highest level. I mean, self-proclaimed and, and, and national it, champion. It's crazy. It's kind of like the same <laughs> path. It's, it's weird. The same path that Charlie Strong took. Charlie Strong had, cool at the time, was Louisville. Mm-hmm. Um, Scott Frost had UCF. Yep. Okay. Recently after Charlie Strong left, Louisville becomes a Power 5 school. Mm-hmm. Few years after Scott Frost decided to take Nebraska, you still become a power five school. Yep. If you so actually true. waited out. If you just rode the wave, <laughs> just stay waited where you out was and was happy where you were. You'll be in that power five. Yeah. I mean, they went out, they beat they beat the brakes off Indiana. They're a three point favorite against the against Rutgers. Mm. They still got Purdue, Illinois, be a tough one. I think Purdue will be a tough one because that's on my big board. It's on your big board. Oh, yeah. We'll lose. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then they got Minnesota, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Iowa. And Wisconsin leads us into our next discussion. Right. Wisconsin fired their head coach. Another fired coach in the conference, in the division. Dude. That, that was a surprise. That to that, that, to me, out of... The Colorado, I can see four and eight last year, zero and five this year. Still don't like still it, early. but whatever. Right, right. And Scott Frost, you're losing these close games. If honestly, if they would have waited a week or two, I think they were scared that he was going to pull some upset against Oklahoma, and they would have to keep him. Right. But he lost, so they right. fired him, and it would have helped them on their buyout. But Wisconsin, dude, to me that that's the worst firing this year. That right there. Is like you said, that's that microwave mentality. Microwave, dude. They they want it and they want it now. And, yeah. And uh like I said, that that ship over in Wisconsin's been pretty steady. Oh yeah. No. You know? Hold on. Let me run through some stats for you. Right. Paul Chris. Now, granted, listen, y'all. Born and raised right. in Madison, Wisconsin. Mm. Played at the University of Wisconsin in Madison. Right. Head coach mm. 
Mm. <laughs> at the University of Wisconsin. Y'all love Barry Alvarez, but wasn't nobody more Wisconsin than Paul Chris. Right. He's a lifer. 67 and 26. Man, he just had a down year. Three division championships in seven years. Right. Won the Cotton Bowl. Won the Orange Bowl. Now, granted, he did lose the Rose Bowl, mm-hmm. but that was his only loss. Six and one in bowl games. Man, what what more do you want? I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. And you're for what we talk. <laughs> you're Wisconsin, right? You know what I'm saying. You're you're, you're Wisconsin. Right. Win the division here or there. He won three divisions out of seven years. To me, that's pretty damn good. Yeah. And you fire him because he's two and three and zero oh and two in the conference. So you're right. like, oh, all of a sudden this one year. Now every other year mm-hmm. he was second. Right. So it ain't like he finished at the bottom. Yeah. He either won it or he was second. Yeah. That that to me is no. That's the stupidest fire in college football. Yeah. And uh, we mentioned this also when we talked also. How much did that that loss from against Brent Vilma play into that? Oh yeah, of course. I mean I'm sure that 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 played a role into it and only having two rushing yards against Illinois. And they run the ball down your throat. Right. And we all know Brett Bielema come from Wisconsin. Right. Had a little small stint in Arkansas and made mm-hmm. a little money on the side in, in the NFL. Right. But that, but still, even that, man. Yeah. To me, you, that's you, no reason you, you to You allow him. Because, I mean, man. in the process, you never know. Because he always losing coaches and things of that nature. Yeah. And you lose players. So sometimes your team... It's going to be younger at some point. Exactly. And, and see, you're not going to win it every single year. That, yeah. that That's the part that aggravates me. Yeah. There is, like we say, when we talk about who's the top four teams in the country, oh, Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, and Clemson, and Oklahoma. Yeah. So we count those five teams and everybody else, and it's the false perception that all these other schools have that really pisses me off right. is that, you know what? Nine and three is a good year. Really good year. So, (laughs) I mean, yes, there is those four or five that are the cream of the crop. And and then, but you got to factor in also with with all these schools, the landscape change. A lot of these coaches still getting adapted to all the changes. Now, everybody's dealing with it, but people deal with it different. You know, I mean, he's been there a while. I mean, he's been there seven years. No, no, no. no. I'm saying the landscape as far as now as. Kids are able just to transfer and get out of there. Oh, yeah. No. Now, I mean, you, you got to take it year, year by year. Right. I, I don't even think, a, like we talked about before, I don't even think a coach can build a staff or right. a squad or whatever. Because right. like we talked about in the past, is that, okay, yeah, oh, man, I got this kid. This kid right here is balling out. Oh, but I'm a lower-level school. I'm not one of those five schools or four schools yep. that we talked about. And then they transfer over to there. Right. You know? Right. And that's something, too, that we talked about that needs to get fixed on yeah. the back end, Yeah, you know. But there, there's some adjustment being made. And like I said, some some are doing a better job than others to adjusting. Some are taking a, a more cautious approach, you know, when dealing with this. But like I said, I mean, sometimes, you know, the, your team gets younger or you need you don't have that key piece, the quarterback. Yeah. Allow the coach to say, hey, okay, there, we need to make some adjustments. Oh, of course. Switch it up a little. Maybe, maybe, maybe we our offense needs to take another route or something. So I go get another coordinator. Allow the coach to make some decisions to make some changes. Maybe he can better the team. Yeah. I'm quite sure he's he sees what we see. He's there. 
Oh yeah, and he sees more than what we see, right? Because we only see what we see on Saturday, right. you know. And that that's a, that's a good point leading into the next coach that yeah. we're going to talk about that got fired was Jeff Collins. Yeah, and I heard, and I actually watched Matt Brown's press conference after he lost mm-hmm. to Notre Dame, and I wanted to hear what he had to say about that. We'll talk about that later on. Yeah. But he made a really good point, and just what you said. Mm-hmm. People want to say, "Let's just fire Jeff Collins." Right. Oh, fire him! He ain't doing it. He ain't doing it. Mm-hmm. But Matt Brown pointed out a point that a lot of people don't look at. Mm-hmm. The offense that was ran there under Paul Johnson for all them years right. was a triple option. Yeah, He comes in and he says, hey, I want to switch the offenses. You got to give them time. You got like just like you yeah. said, maybe I need this position. Maybe I need that position. Mm-hmm. And Matt Brown made a really good point that I want everybody out there to listen to and think of before you go off and say, let's just fire mm-hmm. our head coach because firing our head coach is going to fix everything. Right. Matt Brown made a really good point in his press conference. He said, you know what? He said, if I get fired today, he said, you know what? I'll be all right. But right. he said 52 other people in this building will be unemployed. It think does. about them. Yeah. Think about them. You know what I'm saying? Another thing, like I said, well, hell, if you think about Florida, if they fire Billy Napier, there'd be 370 people in the unemployment line. The biggest staff he's got. (laughs) He ain't going to, but but, but I'm just trying to get to everybody to understand. You know, just because you fire the head coach, it's not the head coach that's losing his job. It's everybody inside of that building. It's the secretary. It's the person that runs and gets film for him. Mm -hmm. I mean, your people would be surprised if they really knew the turnover that happens when they're switching of head coaches because everybody wants their people in. Right. They want their guy in. Mm-hmm. They don't. They want to say, "Hey, this is all me. I want to control everything." And there's nothing wrong with right. that, one hundred percent. But you got to think he's only going to bring in his people. If I don't yeah. know you and you randomly came in and right. the guy that hired me's gone. Right. It's the same like with athletic director and the head coach. Oh, if the athletic director gets fired, oh, you know the head coach is gone. Oh, don't, yeah. don't have a bad year. Mm-mm. You gone. Because that do. ain't my guy. That ain't my guy. The I'll ride way. with you. Right. But as soon as your ass start losing, yeah. oh, no, that ain't my guy. I'm, I'm firing him. Yeah. Touch on Taz. Well, I'm looking also just looking at even Jeff Collins and some of the other coaches' situation. The college landscape has changed. Not just college football in itself. Mm-hmm. But what's happening around and outside of college football? For instance, like what we do. Oh, yeah. Podcasters, things of that nature. We spit the we, truth, though. Yeah, we, we don't, don't do like we these don't see, We don't sell y'all some right. stuff we think is going to happen or right. something we heard. I heard so-and-so said this is going to happen. We want to break it first. No, right. we don't tell y'all what really going right. to happen. This, this plays a, a huge part now um, in college football, um, fan support, fan, really, this is another voice. Oh, of course. You know, for the what I mean is, back in the day, coaches didn't have to deal with this stuff. They didn't no. have to deal with podcasters and social media. Yeah, they're here straight for fans. No, they didn't give a damn about that. But something that I, I know for a fact that affected Jeff Collins also even more heat on him mm-hmm. losing his running back to Alabama. Yeah, that kid was like the and offense. That's, yeah, and that's what, you know what and that's what Matt Brown said. What do you expect him to do when he lost his top two players? That's what I'm saying. So you, you, you we're not hearing it personally. All the backlashes, what's happening, and all the rumblings around there from the fan bases and mm-hmm. the administrations hearing that it's coming through Twitter boards. I'm quite sure they're getting stuff DM to them directly. So they're hearing this from the fan base. They're not happy. They're showing it in their attendance rate. Yep, that's huge. 
That does happen, yeah. That, it, you, you see attendance starting to drop. Then, you know, focus starting to become on the coaches. Why? Then you're losing games. It depends on how you're losing the games. I mean, mm-hmm. if you lose them, you're getting blown out, but which is weird, and they come back and they beat Pitt without him, you know. Yeah. But who knows mm-hmm. what's going on? A lot of stuff we don't even we don't hear from players. What's going on inside the locker rooms? Maybe rumblings, things of that nature. What's getting back to the administration, AD stuff like that. So it's a lot more that coaches got to deal with now. A lot of outside noise. Way more. Way more outside noise. I mean, the outside noise not just coming from the local podcasters. It's coming from national podcasters. It's coming from rival podcasters. It's coming from everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everybody's, what what they call it? The, uh, the, the the couch coach or something? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Monday night quarter, or what is it? Monday couch quarterback in yeah, or something like whatever that. the hell it's called. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's true. I mean, some... And I read a thing about Mike Leach, and I'm, I'll probably end up misquoting it, but he says something along the line where everybody has a voice. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's been all distraught. Right. Nobody, not everybody deserves to have a voice. Right. You know what I'm saying? But and they do. Like, and that, that's the thing. Yeah, everybody <laughs> do. I mean, yeah. there's some random guy in the middle of Nebraska that can send out a tweet to mm-hmm. Squat Frost. Right. Because Scott Frost has a Twitter account because he wants to stay up to date with all the with all the recruits. There you go. You know, and it's like, you know, not while while the volume of talk has gone up, the quality of it has gone down, right. you know. So, well, all right. Well, that's all the coaches that got fired while we was gone. And <laughs> hopefully we'll do this more week to week and we don't have right. this long thing. Let's talk about our boy Spence. So this is right, right now. He's not disappointing. Too well. <laughs> no, no, no. Depends to the on point, who you ask. To the point, to the point that we, the point that we made, he's not disappointing. We no, did ten us? plus. No, he's not. No, we, we had said ten, 10 plus. plus. Yeah, we're at seven. We're at seven. He's not disappointing seven. us. No, had two against South Carolina State. Right. South Carolina Could've State. Could have had more. I mean, like I said, it, 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 now, this is skewed because there's drops. <laughs> Uh, and I'll give you, right. they would tip passes. Right. But a better throw on both throws, right. I think we both can agree on, and right. everybody listening, right. they would have made the catch. Right. We're at seven. We're at seven, man. It's what, week, what did it play? Four, five, week four five? Some play, some play five. What did we zeros this week? Yeah. But, and he's got Kentucky this week. Oh, man. Game. Over under one and a half. Man, you you gotta at least think over. I mean, South Carolina. <laughs> but but I mentioned also a thing. I don't know his mindset when it, at that South Carolina. I will keep no, slinging no, it. No, 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 the South Carolina game because you're thinking an inferior opponent. I can just kind of sling it. Do oh, what and I that's want. what happened. So you won't take cautions like you know against South Carolina State. No, you won't. You won't take. Yeah, you won't probably be cautious. It's no, like, that's not, why, not why I say it was yeah. two bad throws. He overthrew that receiver right. on the post, right. and it got tipped by three or four different right. guys. You think my, the, my guys can beat them? This, they don't, they're not on our <laughs> level. We can do that. But he'll be more cautious. Against Kentucky? Because, oh, of course. But you still don't think he's going to throw it? <clears throat> Maybe chip pass. Over under Taz one and a half. Oh, no, I said over. Oh, you said over. Oh, I said over. Oh, you said over. Okay, I'm going to say over too. No, I, I said over, but oh, I'm no. saying, you know. And I want to make an announcement to everybody. Taz. Shoot. Me and you have tickets to the Florida 
South Carolina game. To see Spencer Rattler in person. In person. We are showing up to the game, everybody. Mm. We got our tickets, not to the Florida game, to the Spencer Rattler show. Right, we'll get the to Spencer see. Rattler show. And I'll even tell y'all right. where we're sitting right. on November 12th with our shirts on. If you'd like to come by and say hi, everybody. There you go. Row one. Can't nobody. We, we don't want nobody in front of us, right? To witness right. the Spencer Rattler show. We got to see this. You know what? I think I give him a pair of binoculars. Binoculars I for need what? That. We right there, homie. Well, I'm just saying, this case is another, another side. No, nah, he gonna throw one in I'm the end zone saying, in front of. They us. may be on the near the other end zone. So <laughs> your boy will have binoculars. Okay, we are gonna have binoculars. We both will have binoculars. I'm going to get binoculars for us. Yes, we're gonna and have binoculars. we will be there. There you go. The Spencer Rattler show. Yes, comes sir. to Gainesville, Florida. Live and Taz and I will be there live in person. Come see us. We'll have the Spence. shirt on. You will know who we are. Spence. Everybody. We That's are right. there for the Spencer Rattler show. Yes, sir. All right. Well, hey, we're almost there. We're at seven. We need ten. That's what we call. We're, we're, we're rooting for Beamer to leave him in there. That's what I'm saying. I mean, he ain't got nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> Something else that happened while we was gone, Taz. Right. What the hell happened in Kansas? Kansas, Kansas has five and O. Kansas has new the a new fire. Kansas have taken energy drinks or something. Yes, because they listen to us. That's what I'm saying. Right. It's so funny. I listen to ESPN and all this stuff, and they're like, "Y'all gotta pay attention to Kansas. Y'all gotta pay attention to Kansas." Now, I'm not saying that Kansas was gonna be great this year. I will not take that quote. No, no. But our real fans. Have listened and they know. And the Kansas mini helmets are on the way, guys. They're on the way. They're on the way. Kansas. $50. And apparently, shoot, y'all don't even need to contribute to a quarterback. Y'all got a quarterback. What do y'all want? We contribute $50 to y'all's uh, booster club thing, right. buying two mini helmets. Kansas, man, um, on a path they're on, they can uh, cause some havoc. Game day. Is going to Lawrence, Kansas. So now, now that there's your answer, what's happening in Lawrence, Kansas? What's in Lawrence? What game day office is going to be in Lawrence, Kansas? Well, it, hey, it's, yeah, bringing, oh, a, it's bringing attention. Oh, I ain't watched one college. I've watched bits and parts of college right. college game day this year. I have not watched one solid from 9 till noon right. on kickoff right. or wherever y'all are living right. at your time zone. Oh, trust me. Oh, I'm waiting. I tell you what, I, we'll get ahead of this. For our Kansas fans that's in Kansas or outside of Kansas that has ties to Kansas or live there, give us give us some places to eat in Lawrence, Kansas. What's the hot Ooh, spots? Good, 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 good What's word. the hot spots to eat in Lawrence, Kansas? <laughs> Let me ask you this. Who's the special guest picker? Can't pronounce his name right. What? Who? I'm thinking the ex-head coach. Was that Eric Mangini? Yeah, I'm thinking possibly Mangini. Him? I, I would like Mangini. I got one for you. Yeah. Old McDonald. Had a farm. Had a farm. <laughs> E-I-E-I-O. <laughs> and on that farm, he has some Jayhawks. There you go, baby. E-I-E-I-O. So, I mean, who else? Who else is big in Kansas? But I thought, you know, my first, the first came to mind was Danny Manning. Mm. I thought about That's it. That's a good one. I thought about it. So maybe Danny Manning. 
Yeah. That would be a pretty good. But would you really want to tie basketball into your? This the well, one. I mean, it's they've alone. never been to right. Lawrence, Kansas, right. and now we are in Lawrence, Kansas, y'all. The boringest place in college football that I've talked about. So if y'all got some shout outs somewhere to go, please let me know, because College Game Day, y'all, is going to Lawrence, Kansas, and we brought the attention to our fans as much as everybody doesn't want to talk about it. We trust me. We've been following Kansas all year. Five and zero surprise team. Yeah. And now they get. What about what about? I mean, it, it can easily go build stuff. What about the truth? The truth. Oh, Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Yeah, that's yeah. a pretty good one. Yeah, that would that'd be pretty good. I don't know though. He's been getting in trouble on ESPN know. though. I don't know, man. He be like to get drunk and talk about strippers. Okay, okay. Well, maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Could, would he, could he show I would up? say Akeem to leave, but what he about, got that whole thing yeah. happening about, with the Pee Wee football what going about on. Joel Embiid? Joel Embiid? Yeah. I know he's playing ball now. It's preseason. Well, it's preseason. He ain't playing. Preseason. Mm. Who's a football player? Football player. Um, I just want to throw this out there. He's not a football player, though. What you got? Paul Rudd. <laughs> Sometimes they you use know actors. what? That and they probably would. Sometimes they use and actors. They probably would. Sometimes that is hundred percent true. Yeah, that they is use 100% actors. They use true. country singers, mm-hmm. musicians. So it don't have to be a football player. They got a hit on this, y'all. Because yeah. I don't think they're coming back to Kansas anytime soon. So the next thing we got is Georgia. You see a Georgia versus Missouri game, Taz? Yeah, man. Oh uh, man, I was, I was. I was glued, but I knew Missouri I, looked good. Yeah, I tell you what, you know, the thing that really got me though, I'm telling you, what drew, drew my attention. We talked about this, Missouri's kicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my boy was out there. Dude, that dude was out there booing him. Yeah, he was out there booing him. Pumping the chest. Couldn't make, yeah, couldn't make a chip shot against <laughs> Auburn to win the damn game. Hey, but you know what? I right. will say this. That dude went back to went back yeah. to Missouri yeah. and went to work. He went to work. He, he went to work. He did what he had to he do. He went to work. That, that big know. boy right there, boy, he was kicking you know? away. But unfortunately, Man. he was kicking field goal. They weren't getting touchdowns. Yeah, that's true. I so mean, he, that don't work that much. You got to put points on the board. Yeah, you got to put points on the board. But old, old, old buddy right there, you know, he missed that chip shot. But I, I will give Missouri that. He redeemed himself. He went back to work. Yeah. And the man went back to work. My dude. I think I think they won that game. He you've been player of the game. Oh, hands down. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. Oh yeah, hands down. There ain't no way around it. Oh baby, boy, you say he can was that 54, 56? Yeah, my boy's walking with his chest. Shrug. Come on. Who want this? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they should have beat Georgia. Right. Georgia looks vulnerable. That's the thing. Nobody I mean, think about it. Let's let's look back in the first four or five weeks that mm-hmm. we got at college football. Right. Ohio State looked vulnerable against mm-hmm. Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Alabama looked vulnerable against Texas. Right. Georgia looked. Georgia should have lost to Missouri. Yeah, you know, the previous last two weeks, even and Alabama should have lost to Texas uh, if yeah. Quinn Ears went and got hurt. And we talked about that. Right. Injury, injury bug got him. I mean, there isn't no clear cut number one team. To, I I don't. I mean, I know you got to rank them, yeah, but yeah. to me personally. There is no team, and I know teams will have a down game here or there because it's hard to turn it up, mm-hmm. you know, 
all 12 games. I get that. But a lot of teams will look vulnerable. A lot of teams will look like this year, maybe we might still get the four same four teams in the playoffs. Yeah. But I think out of those four teams, you still can't say, oh, hands down, this team's better. No, no. I mean, you can you can flip them. It's been something. I, I tell you, I, I was thinking Oklahoma's going to be a little more consistent, of course. Similar to Alabama now, wow. um, injured quarterback. So yeah, that's, that's both playing that, the part. Yeah. And that shot by TCU was a dirty shot. And that's right. the stuff they – honestly and truly, I'll tell you what, I'm not one for, you know, I, I believe in targeting. And I know sometimes it's a hard hit and it's quick and the game's fast. But that game right there where he slid and he hit him, they should suspend that kid. Yeah, he was giving that up. That kid should be out as long as Dylan Gabriel's out. Mm. I think. I mean, to me, that that's the stuff they're trying to clean. You see the kid sliding. Yeah. They, why take a hit? I mean, for what? Right. Do you want to get one more statistic that, oh, I had to tackle, even though he gave himself up? You yeah. ain't going to get it anyway. Yeah. But that's yeah. another argument for another time. Yeah, but who knows? It can be a Cinderella in there. <laughs> but in yeah. that sense, too. Right. That same thing that happened to Dylan Gabriel, and I know this isn't college football related. It's more NFL related. Mm-hmm. But look at the Tua thing. Right, right. But and I'm, Tua didn't get a dirty shot like that. No, but I'm interested. I, I think I, what I'm going to do, I'm going to go back a little farther than the Buffalo game, though. What's that, for Tua? yeah. I'm going to go a little farther back before that. Only because, you know, that that wasn't a hard hit either, uh, the Buffalo. No. It was more like a, a push-up type deal. Oh, yeah. So it, it didn't take much to trigger it. Like the second one. Uh, it was more aggressive, slammed <laughs> down, but it didn't take much. Well, um, the second one didn't take much because he got concussed four right. days earlier. But even the first one, that's that's my point. The first one didn't take a whole lot because it was more of a shove and he yeah. fell back and hit it. Mm-hmm. What happened prior to that? So I'll go back a little bit more and watch a little before that. What happened Maybe, in the Buffalo game? Yeah, in the Buffalo before or, or he even got the game out? before. Or even the game before. Against the Ravens? Yeah, or even the game before. Oh, he looked good against the Ravens. In I the know, but quarter. was it something that kind of happened that was kind of overlooked? That's true. You know what I'm saying? My thing is, he was drafted first round, number five overall. Right. And I'm one, and it's so funny. I listened to something on the radio today on the Dan Patrick show. Mm-hmm. And he said that Joe Burrow did an interview with somebody, um, with Colin Cowherd, right? Love right. Colin Cowherd. Right. And Joe Burrow said, hey, I mean, that's what we signed up for. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. We don't want to get hurt, but, you know, sometimes, you know, we're going to get our bell wrong. Right. He said, sometimes, you know, there's games I don't remember the second half. Right. He said, there's some games I don't remember the whole game. Gotcha. And everybody made a big fuss about it because they're like, oh, my God, why would Joe Burrow say that? I mean, the concussions is the biggest thing in the world. No. And, and he made a good point. He said, you know, people don't like when people tell you the truth. Right. Because that's what Joe Burrow did. Joe right. Burrow pretty much said what a lot of people say, but he actually said as a player, hey, we know what we signed up for. And right. I'm not excusing it right. by no means because, no, Tua should not have been out there against Cincinnati four yeah. days later. Well, that's the thing. I don't, I don't think it's, it's the fact that it was a real big uproar with the Buffalo Mm-mm. concussion. It, it wasn't a real big because that, that No, it part of the game. It's part of the game, and they yeah. know what they signed up for. Mm-hmm. But that second one should have never happened. No. When it did, anyway. No, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Because that I'm <laughs> that CTE, y'all, is legit. Right. 
that's not make-believe, that's not fake news, or what everybody wants to call it, or whatever. No, that CTE, that stuff is legit. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad to see that they fired the neurologist or whatever that said that he was all right. And this is my thing. You have to protect these kids from themselves. And I don't mean to say kid, but I'm, I'm an older fella. So yeah. to me, but he's, he's a younger. Young yeah, no, player. I'm old enough to be his daddy. Right, right, right. <laughs> but he's a young football player. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, in any football player, you, you have to protect these guys from themselves. Their job is, I want to play. Are you all right, son? Are you okay, man? Oh, yeah, coach, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Why? Because he's scared to lose his job. If he loses his job at the NFL, he's going to get cut. If he gets cut, anything past that guaranteed money, he doesn't get. That's the thing. Yeah, and I think that's something that needs to be addressed with the NFL, not losing your job because of an injury. Well, I mean, that's always been up for debate I know. at every level. But, I mean, when, you you're, talking, when you're talking concussions, because you got to realize this is something – that's really being monitored now, and I'm quite sure now that even the protocol is going to be even stricter. I got a concussion. I'm per protocol. I got to be out X amount of weeks. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's mm-hmm. the, but, but the protocol got. But me see, out that's there. the thing. There needs to be a protocol in line too. Right for X amount of weeks. Right. So, but the protocols got me out. Don't mean I might not be back before the protocol. Yeah, mentally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like I said, I know this isn't college football and this is NFL or whatever, but when you think about it, you think about the Dylan Gabriel hit. Right. Right now, okay, he'll go through his quote-unquote concussion protocol, but if he can pass some tests, if he can pass some tests by by Thursday. Right, but he's going to be now affected by that tour. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, of course, of course. But before the tour thing, before Mm -hmm. the second one, Mm -hmm. if – he would have threw the ball Thursday, went through the walkthrough on Friday. He would be out there against Texas on Saturday. Right. Because there's no standardized set number for, hey, you need to be out X amount of weeks. Right. And like I say, I believe, yes, you know what you signed up for. But I also believe that the doctors and the coach, because the coach's job is to win games. Right. And I don't think, and I know the players want to play. Mm-hmm. Somewhere you have to have a third party, and no matter what nobody says, oh, he's a third party doctor. You know, he he doesn't have a dog in the fight. Yes, he does. If he's on that team for the year, that's his team. Yeah. He's going around and telling everybody he's the doctor for that team. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's not a hey. Okay, you got hurt in Miami. Okay, I'm gonna send you to Houston to go get tested. Right. Because, yeah, he doesn't have a, a dog in the fight. Mm-hmm. No, I'm going to have a team doctor on here that I'm paying, that I'm employing, that's going to come through and determine and tell me when you're good. Right. And if you listen to the player, the player's going to tell you I'm good. Right. And, and to an extent, the coaches, if it's like during the game, I can understand if you have a break, halftime, thing like that. But during the game, you're still focused on coaching the game. You're just getting reports. Yeah. In, and they're telling you, oh, your guy's good. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, and I get it too. Sometimes you have to use use your eyes, use your common sense. Yeah, you're saying, okay, I just saw that happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At yeah. some point, you got to you know, use common sense, right? I just know? saw that happen, and and there there's been times that you know, uh, cautions been taken by coaches. Say, nope, that's it. Yeah, and I I listened to one coach. I can't remember. I wish I could remember who it was, mm-hmm. and he says, "Are you hurt?" Or are you injured? Right. There's a difference. Right. If you're hurt, everybody's hurt. Yeah. 
every player on that team from top to bottom is hurt. But are you injured? Yeah. And he said, I do not coach injured players. Right. If you're injured, do not play. No. You know what I'm saying? No, because you're only going to you know hurt yourself first. Yeah. And then you're going to affect the team. Exactly. Yeah. And then another thing that happened while we've been gone, mm-hmm. <laughs> Texas A&M lost again. Texas A&M lost again. Man, that seems to be a common theme. What a it? turnaround. I mean, considering, you know, all that went on in the offseason. Yeah. Number um, six in the country preseason. Right. Hell, I would even say we ranked them pretty high. Right. Right. Did them pretty high. I mean, they, they I don't know. They have a coach that have a talk game. I can tell you that. <laughs> oh, no. He can talk a good game. He, he talked He talked the game. We saw all the praise from um uh their... National champ, national championship broadcasting, mm-hmm. where they you know they're breaking down plays and explaining. Plays oh yeah, and how last they year they're in the national championship game, right, <clears throat> right. <clears throat> and now <laughs> things have changed. Um, no. We heard a interview. What was it yesterday? Mm-hmm. That you played it. Oh yeah, and it seemed like his tone changed a little bit. Oh, that tone changed a hundred percent. Right, that tone said, "Hey." <laughs> That that uh that Nick Saban he he pretty good he good at what he do I mean and, hey y'all understand he he's one of the greatest coaches of all time don't don't take nothing away from him right but this the same guy in the preseason when Nick Saban said we had the number two recruiting class they had the number one and they paid for all their players right. we didn't pay for none of ours right and then he would quit to jump on that pay for him we ain't pay for none of them we ain't right. pay for none of them oh y'all think he god y'all think he just a czar of football right. Ch- check his pad check his pad ask some people they 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 know they know. <laughs> i know where the bodies are i know right. where the bodies are right. oh how quickly the tone has changed the tone has changed my brother we're unranked we're three and two should be one and four their right. only win should be against sam houston state now your star quarterback Matt johnson injured Broke a bone in his throwing hand. Out for the year. So you got to go back to your boy. You got to go back to King. Who yeah. came in against Mississippi State that threw two picks. It wasn't doing well. Now this is the same Mississippi State before Jimbo played Mississippi State. That he said, oh, that air raid offense, that ain't nothing special. Yeah. I don't know what y'all think is so crazy about that. He's good at what he job. He's good at what... Uh, Mike Leach, he's good at what he does. They throw the ball. They, they don't yeah. run. It ain't nothing special. Ain't nothing special. Mm. Um, let's check them stats, Jimbo. <laughs> it was special enough to put forty two on your ass. Ooh, I, I can tell Cam. I can tell Jimbo <laughs> this. Cam Newton's available. Yeah, he's a free agent. He's a free agent. Well, what do you got? One more year? Did he play enough? He played four years. Well, he got hell. Everybody gets paid now, so eligibility don't mean nothing. Yeah, no man. <laughs> the game, the game that's supposed to be the game of the year. Alabama versus A&M. Alabama is now a 24-point favorite. Man, and this is with a possible backup quarterback. Yeah, Bryce Young is day-to-day. Right. They're saying they don't even know if Bryce Young's even going to play. Right. Mm. And I doubt he will. Yeah, but they know Will Anderson's going to play. Oh, yeah, no, Will, <laughs> dude, Will going to eat them up, dude. They know he's going to play. And we talked about this. How would this change your coaching? Because you know Nick want to prove a point. Right. So I'm wondering now it's going to change Jimbo's portion. He's going to take a softer approach, try to run the ball, keep it close. <laughs> Slow keep, the game keep, down. Yeah, yeah, keep their offense. But can you run it on that front seven? Well, yeah, you, I mean, you have to pick your points. 
you can pick your, your, your points where you can run it. I mean, of course, you, you know, you're not going to always get part of the job on the first down. But you're going to have to pick your points. You're going to pick your points on, on how to how to run it, um, run your offense. But he's going to be really, really careful with that uh, Haynes King right now. Oh, yeah. Because you can't – you think about it, you risk and you lose him – you probably get the guy in that you want in anyway, the freshman. Mm-hmm. And that's where you're going to have to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because Haynes King came in for Johnson against Mississippi State. Right. Went six for 13, 49 yards, and two interceptions. Yeah. So that's where you are now. Let me ask you this, and we talked about this, yeah. and a lot of fans probably haven't thought about this. Mm-hmm. And I and I wish I could take claim to this being my ideal, but it wasn't. And I heard it somewhere else, and then I dug a little deeper. So, mm-hmm. Jimbo Fisher, <laughs> he was twenty six and one with Jameis Winston, won a national championship, right. and went to the college football playoff. His only loss was that loss to Oregon right. in the playoff. Right. What is Jimbo Fisher? If you take away Jameis Winston as a head coach, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, he's uh, twenty six and one. He just average. with Jameis, yeah, average. Yeah, does he have this job? Does he have this contract? I don't know. If no, he I don't never, know about the if contract. he never won a national know about the championship, contract. I don't know about the contract. Because right now his record is worse than Kevin. Because he, he could have gotten the job without the contract. Not with that payout. Uh, I don't know if he'd have got the A and M job. He would have got know. another Power Five job, but I don't think he would have got the A and M job. I don't know. I mean, because I mean, where, where possibly would they have gone? Because you got to consider when they brought something in, some resume. Now he did well at Houston, but yeah. no national championship. Well, no, he didn't win national championship, but he yeah. went thirteen and one the year before, right? At the University of Houston, then they brought him to Texas A and M, and his first year was Johnny Manziel year. They went ten and or eleven and three, right? And Coach Sumlin has one ten win season. That um, Jimbo ain't won ten games at A and M. But that's the thing, though. Where do you? Where would they have gone? Because you got to even consider before they hired Jimbo, the trajectory of Florida State where it was going. Exactly. It, that's what I'm saying. It was saying. going down, but would they still he, hired him. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. The only reason they hired him was because of that national championship. Right. But he was. He was going south mm-hmm. while they were considering hiring him. Oh, yeah, no. A lot of FSU fans forget <laughs> so, that. So it wasn't like he was, you know, still running, winning 10 games no, and they hired no. him away. Mm-mm. No, no, no. They were going south. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like I said, he probably could have still gotten the job. Five and six is last year at FSU. Right. But that, like I said, he probably wouldn't have got that contract. No. He probably could have gotten the job. Just off of reputation. Maybe. It, but if he didn't win that national championship. Yeah, but he had a reputation. If he didn't win that national championship, he wouldn't have got it. I know, it. but he had reputation with Nick and Bobby. Well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Old reputation. Mm-hmm. You and know, you look at his first couple of years when he took over at FSU, those were Bobby's kids. Right. And then he struck he struck gold with Jameis. Right. Rode that for two years. Then once Jameis left... You start to see the decline, the right. decline. That's, the that's decline. what I'm saying. So, and then he jumps ship. Yeah, and then he jumps ship over to A and M. I'm not paying. No, you wouldn't nine get, and a half million dollars. You would I games. don't think he get that contract, but he could have been mentioned in the running for the head coaching job. I mean, he might have been. I mean, because you have to think at the time who who else was available at that time? That he Shoot, with in. that kind of money. 
Yeah, no, no. I'm just saying. I'm. Just, but that's what I'm saying. If he would have won that game, yeah. If he would have, if he, if you take Jameis Winston out, but they wouldn't have to offer that. He's not the A and M head coach. Exactly. He's not the A and M head coach. Nor does he get that money. Yeah, they didn't have to pay that contract. Jimbo's an average coach. But that's what I'm saying. Whoever they would have brought in would have probably been average. Yeah. And even like we talked about, you know, he's like, oh, you know, that recruiting class. Yeah, we had the number one recruiting class, but they're young. Well, Mm -hmm. okay, Jimbo, this is year five. All those kids right there you got? Right, right. Them yours. Yeah, all them. Then there ain't no Coach Sumlin kids hanging around. Right. So, okay, this class is young. Then what the hell you been doing the last four years? I think it made a huge, I don't know how, it was a huge mistake, but a mistake, nonetheless, to let that Zach Calzada get away. Mm-hmm. I think, I think they do, at least he would, he could have been growing. Yeah. Year two. Oh, Growing yeah, of course. Two. Of course. And then that's the thing, too. It's like, you, all these kids are yours. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There, there's, there's no excuses now. There's none of this. Oh, I got to get my kids in. Oh, these kids are young. No, 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 no. All that's, all that's out the window. Right. This is you are what your record says you are. Yeah. This is something we'll, re- we'll probably revisit at the end of the year once we let everything play out. <laughs> oh yeah, and they're gonna lose the old Miss too. Yeah. yeah, we let everything play out and and then you know revisit this. Think um, about it. They're three and two right now. Right. They're going to lose to Alabama. I'll, 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 I'll put that right here. Yeah. That's three and three. That's three losses. They'll lose to Ole Miss. Right. That's four losses. They still got Florida. Yeah. They still got LSU. Yeah. How many? Eight. I mean, even even if they win those games, they'll lose to Alabama. They'll lose to Ole Miss. I got another eight and four Texas A&M team going to some BS junior high bowl game. That isn't paying out any money, and I paid you nine and a half million dollars right. to get to go eight and four. Hell no, hell no. That's all right. I'm, think- I'm, I'm done paying that. And this is the thing too. Yeah. A lot of the same people who think that them Aggies ain't have the money to hire them. Yeah. Oh, don't get it twisted. Mm-hmm. Cause them Aggies got the money to pay his ass off and fire him. Yeah. I think more next year is probably going to be. The, oh yeah, um, no next year. Mm-mm. Yeah, because those kids have been in the program for a year. That number one class, mm-hmm. which they kind of understand to a extent, mm-hmm. a lot of freshmen are not going to play this mm-hmm. year. But you've had a top five class every year you've been there, pretty much. Yeah. So I need top five production. He let, he let one of the, one of the key pieces get away. I think his quarterback. That's his. That's mm-hmm. where things aren't really working right now. No, and that's what we talked about in the preview show. They're young. And do they have a quarterback? Yeah. And you want to talk about some poetic justice. The receiver who got hurt this out for the year is the same kid that got arrested. Right. Ball don't lie. No. No. That doesn't <laughs> look good either because it, it's, it's, it's like it, uh, a case being built against him right now. All yeah. this stuff right here is being remembered. Oh, yeah. No. What happened was the football guys doing what Jimbo Fisher didn't do. Right. I mean, but, hands down. But Jimbo, Jimbo can't, he can't let it get away from him. And he responded like he did um, the way he did it for State with the fans. Can't do that. Oh, no. Hell no. Because they'll fire him. They got the money here. Yeah, you can't do that. that that's the thing he got to realize. So I think, oh, no. They got the money. At I think A&M. he's wise enough. I mean, even in, like I said, listen to his press conferences, his tone and everything is starting to change now. So he's aware of what's going on mm-hmm. and, and uh, how the team's operating. But he, but let me ask you yeah. this. 
if you were Jimbo Fisher, mm-hmm. and I've heard different numbers, I've heard eighty-five and I've heard ninety, yeah. whatever the buyout is, right. and them same Aggies that pay it have good lawyers and they won't pay that. So for everybody right. who thinks he's going to get not, they they them Aggie lawyers won't allow them to pay the ninety million dollars. Right. But regardless, he has all this. Dude, this guy has the best job security in the country. Yeah, he just run things. For I mean, what's the matter? Yeah, he good either way. He, he good either he way. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Oh, you gonna fire me? Oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna collect this money and get this buyout. Dude, he ain't scared to lose. No, he don't care if he. I I know he's a competitor, yeah, and that's, I'll that's never, why I'll I think never, he held on the line. Yeah, and I'll never question his competitiveness because I know he is a great competitor. Mm-hmm. But at some point, when does it happen to where he's almost like a Brian Harson? Dude, just go ahead and pull the Band-Aid off. Let's but get this, this stuff over with. To fairness, like I said, I'm not saying Jimbo or Brian or Kelly or whoever, Lane, whoever. But we knew going into this season, mm-hmm. there weren't enough wins to go around. No, we didn't know who it was gonna be, but we knew it was gonna be somebody that the fan base wasn't gonna be happy because all these dudes are making top dollar. Oh yeah, Good there's money. gonna be a guy making six million dollars, but there's not last. enough wins to go around. Oh yeah, so no. right now it just happened to be those two on that side. Mm. But that's <laughs> not a good one. It's not. This it's is not. the same guy who duck and dodged. Wait for us. Right. I don't give a damn when nobody says, "Oh, we don't got enough kids to play." That don't mean nothing. Mississippi State went out during the COVID year and played with like 38 kids. LSU played Kansas State, got the brakes beat off of them. Didn't even have a head coach. They had a defensive end playing quarterback or something. You know, they didn't give a damn. They went out and played. Right, we get that. Yeah. And A&M said, we got too many kids. And they had a quarterback debacle because that dude was leaving and that Haynes King was injured Mm -hmm. because he broke his leg against Colorado. So they ducked and dodged the bowl game. They had the number one recruiting class. Mm-hmm. They had all this hype with Nick Saban coming into the year. Came in number six in the country in the preseason poll. Mm-hmm. And you're getting a team that everybody would have believed that they had if they would have played the year out like they did last year. Because right. I don't give a damn. They did not want to play Wake Forest. Right. Because Wake Forest would have beat him last year. Yeah, but like you said, also in fairness, is I know if I don't lose that game. Oh I, yeah, look I, at all the hype. Yeah, I, I come get in coming in the next year. Right. But like we say, the ball don't lie. Yeah. You gonna end up where you supposed to be. And you still have to play the game. Exactly. Right. That's why they keep score. Right. So, I don't know. I don't think this game gonna be close. No, I don't think so. And then. Quick prediction. For multiple reasons. He's he's going to say what he's got to say when it comes to his quarterback position also. Oh, now we got a hurt quarterback. Hey, the guy we wanted to know, start. Now we're playing the backup. You know it's coming. We're on the road. Oh, it's going to be 10 kinds of excuses. And I don't want to hear not near one yeah, of them. I think, yeah, it's, it's going to be something. It's, it's, it's still worth watching. Uh, but why yeah. not? Why not? This is the guy. He was chirping. Oh yeah, I wanna, I wanna see it. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I tell you what. If I was Nick, like we talked about in the past, right. if Nick's up by twenty something points, scores a touchdown for like a minute left, go for two. Pull a Woody Hayes. Yeah. And you remember they back in the day against Michigan? They asked Woody Hayes. They said, Woody Hayes, you was up by so much. Why'd you go for two? He said, because they wouldn't let me go for three. Yeah. 
That's what I would do. Oh, if I was Nick Saban, you know Nick Saban right now. But it may not. He may brewing. Not, yeah, but it may not even be Nick. You might have one of those Ohio State Rutgers moments, and a player takes it into his own hand. Oh yeah, that was very interesting. <laughs> if y'all missed that one. <laughs> Yeah, Ohio State up by 40, and the punter decides, I'm going to run a fake punt right. and get the first down. Right. I mean, sometimes the players are going to take it in. They know. They know that uh, this dude came after our coach. They they saw the yeah. video multiple times. Uh-huh. So to get an opportunity to, to rub it in a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the player can... Yeah, taking his own hands. I think that game ain't going to be nowhere near as close as what they think it will be. Well, only if if Nick decides though, he can decide to pull up. Oh well, yeah, he could. He and could. I, you know what? I hope he don't. Yeah, but he. Could. I hope he don't because I would rub it in. Right, right. But he he could because after he done called Nick, I mean, but Rick, ain't nobody yeah. say Nick Saban lie. And I'm not no. a huge Nick Saban fan. Mm-hmm. Like I say, I think he's a great recruiter. You know what I'm saying? And we've talked about that in the past, but. At what point what Nick Saban said, did he lie? And then Jimbo come out, you're you going to attack these kids. You're going to attack their families. You're going to attack this, this, this. No, no, well, no. Well, Nick could have been inaccurate, though. Hmm? He could have been a little inaccurate. I mean, he said he bought all of them. Uh-oh. Jimbo like, hey, I two or three of them. <laughs> <laughs> I paid 90% of them, yeah, but hey, buy all of them. Don't be giving these other kids no ideas that they <laughs> right. owe some money. Right. So like he could have been, been a little inaccurate. <laughs> okay. <you know? laughs> so maybe he didn't buy all 25. I didn't buy all, all of them. I bought 23, but right. I ain't buy 25. <laughs> right. I don't need these kids over here getting no bright ass ideas. <laughs> they owe some money. Like, Coach, what, you, you bought us? You bought me? Coach, how much? What you supposed to give me? What's up? Yeah. I'm looking for my payday. <laughs> Nick said you paid for me. <coughs> but, yeah. But, I mean, I'm, and I'm sorry. I'm, I'm pretty sure Nick paid for some of his, too. Oh, they all had. They, they all, all paid for yeah. him in some way or another. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, but, like, if I were Nick Saban, man, I would go. With, because he, Nick Saban, he, did he make an acquisition? Yes, he did. He said, what? you know, they paid for them kids. But you know what's crazy? The reason if I was Nick, I would be more upset than what Jimbo was. Now, I get defending your kids and all that. Yeah. Is Jimbo pretty much, like, started attacking him personally. But, but then. Oh, y'all think he's a god. Y'all yeah. think he's the greatest. Yeah. But Nick did go back. He did go back. And I don't know if it was more for Dion or Jimbo. But he did go back and say he shouldn't mention names. Well, yeah, of course, you know, and you know, I get that. You know, you he, know, he did say, you know, I shouldn't have put the name on it. But like we talked about, too, in the past, it was all about you got to check the scene of it. He was in front of well, his I booster. That. I get that, but you, you didn't have to, he didn't have to put name on it. I want to know. He could have did it. Who recorded it? it? That's what I want to know. Whoever's sitting in that angle. Because, like they said, who, who that, that little get-together that Nick had, no, that's one of them booster meetings where you right. pay $10,000, $15,000 for a plate of baked, uh, baked who, chicken and some rice. Whoever's sitting behind that dude who heads in front of the camera, that's who did it. Yeah. Who was sitting, who was sitting behind you? <laughs> Exactly. That's the dude. Because I'm pretty sure Nick did not think that that video. Was, I mean, it's so crazy because well, we talked about You have it. to kind of know they're out there. The phones are out there. Exactly. Like everybody. It's out there now. The same thing he told his players to be careful right. and be aware of, mm-hmm. he wasn't. Right. I mean, it's out there. I mean, that's the way of uh, the world now. But I don't think Nick minded it. No. Honestly. No. I think it was more. I don't know if it was more Jimbo or Dion because he, he really didn't. 
probably didn't want to put Dion's name in it. No, I'm sure him and Dion are pretty. Well, cool. they're cool. You they're cool, but that's why I say he probably didn't. He thought yeah. about it. I shouldn't call his name. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they do the Aflac commercials. Yeah, because he he did say. He saw it in the newspaper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it wasn't like he had, you know, concrete evidence. <laughs> no. In the newspaper. Yeah, told him that he paid for that. Right. Travis so, Hunter. you know. And FSU that's fans why I, I still probably bitter thought, about He probably that. thought about, look, I, I didn't have the most reliable source. True. And I, maybe I shouldn't have put the name on it. Yeah. You know. Kind but of with deal. Jimbo, though, I mean, because Jimbo pretty much went at him personally. Oh, he came out. He called him a narcissist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like... Go check your background. Ask people. Ask Jim around. Ask around. Actually, I know where the bodies are. Jimbo actually did where his the own bodies. press conference. <laughs> yeah. Where the bodies, Jimbo? If you know where they are, where are they? Nah. I heard one broadcaster, I, was, I can't remember who it was, and he made a really good point. He said the follow-up question was the worst. Right. He said, because my follow-up question would have been, so where are the bodies, Jimbo? Mm-hmm. You know where they are. Jimbo couldn't, he couldn't answer that. Oh no, he could. No, no. He in could. the heat of the moment, no, no. I think you might have got no, no, his no. fast, no, no, slick talking no, no, ass no, no. to no, say no. something. No, he couldn't. He could. No, he can't. No, I'm saying he couldn't because he knows that somebody else knows where his bodies are. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so I can't reveal yeah. his body. Yeah, exactly. And I expect somebody to re- reveal my body. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Now, I, I mean, I'm, I'm letting you know that I know where the, I know there are bodies. Yeah, they, but I can't their bodies buried. Because I can't say this because some other dude know where my bodies are. Mm-hmm. Yep, ask <laughs> Graham. You know, there's they somebody know in Florida is. State know where my body is. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know yeah, like we talked about before. Yeah. I, I didn't take this money not to come here. Everybody got bodies. <laughs> I'm just saying. So I, I can't, I can't, I can talk it, but I can't say where your body is because once I reveal your body, yep. somebody's going to come my out. Bodies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yep. So you had to hold up. Oh, yeah. All right, everybody. Then the next one we got here is the Red River Shootout. I don't know what the hell they call it now. I grew up in Big Terrell country my right. whole life, and it's always been the Red River Shootout. Yeah, Texas, Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a big um, state fair, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep, right yeah. there in Dallas. Okay, Cotton Bowl. Cool, cool, cool. And I pray that they keep it at the Cotton Bowl. Don't let it go to Jerry World. It'll right. lose all its history. Definitely. I heard they're under contract, I think, for another year or two to have it at the Cotton Bowl. But, you know, that's really the only game they... Because they don't even play the Cotton Bowl at the Cotton Bowl. Yeah. But hopefully, <laughs> I mean, like, the fans, you know... Oh, yeah. I love it. It's split it 50-50. Right. Half burnt orange, half crimson or whatever. Yeah, but just for Oklahoma keep it there. Cream. That's, that's tradition and history right there. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is the first time... Since 1998, that neither Texas nor Oklahoma has been ranked. Yeah, yeah, and 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 in fairness, not from Oklahoma side, but Texas side, they uh they lost their their top quarterback. Who's coming back this week? <laughs> Who will be back? Right, right. They so are. I think if you know, it's just unfortunate of the injury, but if he, I have to believe he was there, they would be ranked. Oh, of course, no. I, I well, we talked about it right. last time we talked. They're probably undefeated. Oh, yeah. They would have beat Alabama. Yeah. If Quinn Ears, that kid, or however you say his last name, yeah. if he would have been there, they would have beat They would have beat Alabama. Right. I, I 100% agree with yeah, that. Yeah, I think they're pro- they possibly strong possibility undefeated. Yeah. And now he's coming back. Yep. So can he run that gauntlet of the Big 12 now? Well, he's got to get readjusted again. 
So yeah. make sure uh, the injuries heal. I mean, and, one uh, big shot from from Oklahoma. And, yeah. Because they said it was the bone between something between. They, I guess it was his collarbone. Because when I first seen it, that's what I thought. Right. And then that's what they called it. And then I think they called it something between the collarbone and the chest plate. Yeah. Or I don't know. But anyway, it goes. It's somewhere up around there. So and it's a pretty pretty quick return. I broke my collarbone right. once, and it, it it takes a little bit to yeah. come back from. So it depends, you know. That thing healed, and I tell you what, he's he for the most part, even in that play, he got injured. He gets rid of the ball. Oh yeah, oh and yeah, he's just holding on to it. I tell you what, yeah, Spencer Rattler won't get benched in this game. My boy, <laughs> nah, nah, Spencer got his own battles to fight right now. You know, he's got Kentucky. All right, I'm wrong on that one. I'm wrong on that one. But he had been benched. Right. The last, what was it, last two years. He may be watching this game. Oh, yeah, well. (laughs) Well, yeah, that game's at noon. Yeah, Yeah. I don't think they play till later. So he'll probably catch the game. Yeah. He will. He'll probably sit back and say, damn, I wish I would have never left Oklahoma. Right. And look what I got in South Carolina. Watching the guys wearing his number. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the thing I wish though, I wish that Dylan Gabriel was playing. Not I'm not saying that would be a game changer it would player. Make a but it would it would yeah. make a difference, yeah. Like yeah. we don't really know what Oklahoma has as the backup. And the thing that surprised me the most with Oklahoma that we talked about is that we all of a sudden thought, Oh shoot, they're gonna start playing defense now. Right. Don't let Oklahoma mess around and play defense. Right. And and I think too because Venables his because Venables is a great defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. I, I'll never take that away from him. I think he's a great coordinator. But I'm starting to wonder is can you see? But just like we talked about, like let's say you're changing offenses. Right. If you're going from a triple option to a spread offense, <laughs> and I know changing defenses maybe not be as drastic, but. Let's say you're going from a defense that gave up 35 and you're trying to get them to 17. I yeah. mean, they're they're not going to be able is because Venable's defense is more complex. They're going to have a stronger front four. Right. They're going to play pretty solid on the back end, right. and you need your defense. You need your linebackers to roam. Right. And he has to get his kids in there just the right. same as we say with these offensive right. coaches, and yep. that, and that's something that gets overlooked. You know, a lot of people say. Well, I mean, he's an offensive genius, and he doesn't have his players. Okay, but yeah, to an extent, you need you need the guys. There's things you want to do. Oh yeah, you got like if in the offense side, you you always want guys that can um that can get downfield. Mm-hmm. Y'all want always want someone who's possibly shifty. Yeah, um, and you want someone who's probably sure-handed. There's, but. Yeah, but look at it from a from a defensive standpoint. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like Brent Venables is going in there to a defense that I think we all can agree on. It Oklahoma has not had the best defense probably mm-hmm. in 15 years. Right, right. And so it, think, it's it's a work in progress. Right, because I think he had he had Lincoln had good recruiting classes offensively, offensive heavy. Oh yeah, you know, I mean he had some good players. On yeah, defense, well, yeah, yeah. Here, maybe the offense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you think should and I and they'll allow Brent Venables to get his guys oh, in course. there because everybody knows what he's able to do. But I mean, should there be because you know you don't really hear that on the defensive side. You always hear it from the offensive side. You always hear that well, he's an offensive genius and 
he has once he gets his kids in here, then we'll score forty five points a game instead of twenty. Right. But nobody looks at it from the other side. You know, because everything I've seen is like, oh, they gave up all these points to Kansas State or they gave up all these points mm-hmm. to TCU. Well, Oklahoma was giving up those same points last year. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. not like last year they was averaging giving up 15 points the offense a game. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think the offensively that they'll do okay. But I think from the defensive side with Venables that you have to allow him, give him some time to get his guys in yeah. there. Because pretty soon... When they get in the SEC, this will be the same offense that might be giving up 40 now yeah. that will be giving up 22 points a game. Right, right. And, and we'll be talking about can he get an offensive coordinator. Yeah, it's one of those cases. And and, and this is the thing also sometimes with the head coaches, they tend to get in there a little late. Yeah. So he's kind of behind the eight ball a little bit. Um, he really wasn't there for – uh, what do you call it? Early signing period. Yeah. Things of that nature. So you're kind of behind the eight ball for a little bit, piecing things together, just kind of get through the first year because you got a first recruiting class. Oh, yeah. To try to handle, convince guys who are in the class to stay, go get more guys and, mm-hmm. and work the portal. Who's going to leave? Yeah. You know, who wants to stay? Right. Stuff like that. <laughs> so getting through that first year has become a little more difficult. Um, so you try to manage the best you can. Now, next year, he's got options. You, Recruiting, mm-hmm. obviously, is top priority. But you have an opportunity to probably go out and get a couple of impact players to kind of help right away. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> um, you do what you need to do. Because, um, I mean, I'm quite sure he's probably trying to um, locate leaders on the defense. Oh, yeah. And, and, and he'll recruit miraculously on right. defense. Right. He will. I mean, right. he'll be one of the top defensive recruiters in the country. Definitely. Hands down. I mean, I don't, I don't care what no, nobody's gonna sell me no different kind of way. But here's another game at noon. True. Tennessee at LSU. Mm. First time Tennessee's been to LSU since 2010. Mm. Tennessee is only a three point favorite. Something about that. What do they know that we don't know? I don't know. Because I don't think that game's gonna be close. Are they factor in? I'll be real. Tiger Stadium. I mean, I would not at noon. I, I would kind. Yeah, that's I, what I'm I saying. Wouldn't trust I would Tiger see, Stadium, right? I would see it at night, definitely mm-hmm. at night. But they're probably affecting in somewhat of Tiger Stadium. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, um, you're talking about a high power offense, a team in LSU that who have they beat? But this is the thing thing with Tennessee in any high power offense, number eight in the country. Yeah, I know, but can LSU kind of control the clock a little bit on offense? I mean, I'm fo- not sold on LSU's offense. No, I mean just enough to kind of keep their offense on the sideline. I mean, mm. he's gonna lead. He's gonna lead. This is what he's gonna lead on the run game, and the, and the run game is gonna consist of running backs and the legs of Daniels. Yeah, here goes something else. Shoot, Tennessee a three point favorite. Mm-hmm. The floor, uh, the football power index. Has LSU as a 58% favorite to win. Right. What am I missing? Like, I mean, let's let's go through it. Let's go through it real quick. Um, Tennessee by three. Mm-hmm. Tennessee averages 48 points a game. LSU 35. Mm-hmm. Tennessee gives up 19. LSU 15. Total yards. Tennessee 559. LSU 443. Yards allowed, Tennessee 407, LSU 203. Right. Let's run through this. 
They're four and zero. They beat Florida thirty-eight thirty-three. Right. Akron sixty-three seven. Pittsburgh thirty-four twenty-seven in overtime. Mm-hmm. Ball State fifty-nine ten. Decent. Right. Okay. LSU four and one lost to Florida State by one. Mm-hmm. Beat Southern sixty-five seventeen. That don't make no deal. Right. Mississippi State they won thirty-one sixteen. Eh. Yeah, that's yeah. The same one to beat. Solid. I, I'll give you that one. They beat New Mexico thirty-eight nothing. Right. They were down seventeen nothing against Auburn, and Auburn gave them the game, and they won twenty-one to seventeen. How is LSU a three-point underdog and a fifty-eight percent chance to win by the FPI? What? I. I what do the people in the desert know that we don't know? Because honestly and truly, like I said, I don't see this game being close. This know. game will be over by the half. I don't know. They're looking at, I don't know. <laughs> but I'm just saying. Because they're playing Tennessee, at home at noon? Yeah, that too. That too. But <laughs> Tennessee does give up a lot. Oh, To an extent. I mean, yards. Yeah, I mean, a decent amount of yards. They give up 400 yards. But is LSU's offense... That great, you know what I'm saying? That that Daniels, eighty nine for one thirty one, nine hundred fifteen yards and six touchdowns. Yeah, he's their leading rusher. Right, sixty that's carries for three hundred twenty one yards saying. and three the touchdowns. The run game is going to be a mix of his legs along with the running backs. So you just got to stop him. That's it. Right. Play solid up front. Make him beat you with the pass. But there again, I mean, or if he don't want to beat, if you want to. Stop everything on the back end and make yeah. them beat you with the, with your legs. Yeah. Hooker, 81-113, yards, eight touchdowns. He has almost as many completions and 20-something less attempts. Right. And has two more touchdowns. I think it's going to be – I still think it's going to be interesting. You think game. it's going to be close? I think it's going to – Honestly. Know, but think about it. The Florida game was close. The well, Pittsburgh game was close. That lost to Georgia Tech. True. <laughs> and I, I know what, they're, that receiver ain't here. Is yeah. that receiver playing? No, he's not. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that has a little bit to do with it, but just off a of scheme, Brian, honestly, I don't trust Brian Kelly. I don't, but the regular season? Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying, Steve. Regular season. So he play big dogs, and Re- then he gets steamed. Regular bro. season, he's all right. He's okay. Mm, I guess so. But I think I I don't know LSU defense. I saw him play eh, decent. Okay. If it wasn't for the two turnovers, they would have lost to Auburn, and okay. then we have a completely different discussion. But then you got that's the thing, though. I'm looking at that Mike Leach game they played. And how that defense played against Leach, though. I mean, Leach still put up numbers. He just didn't he execute. Did. That's what I'm saying. He didn't put it in the end zone. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, but then what do you compare Mike Leach to? The A&M game? I mean, really? Is Jimbo blowing people out of no, the water? No, but I just, just Mike Leach, what we know about Mike. Make a pick. LSU Tennessee? Uh-huh. Mm. Will you pick the FBI? The FPI has LSU at 58%. Yeah, sir. Let me think about that one. All right, we'll come back to it, but yeah. we ain't going to leave without talking about right, it. Yeah, you talk yeah, about I'll it. I'll tell you, like I said, I think Tennessee is going to beat the brakes off I think Lou Holtz needs to be back in coaching. That, if nah, you want to ask I, I me. believe in that. I'm just saying. Uh, amen, brother. Yeah, I ain't changed so. the subject. <laughs> 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 All right, next game we got is game day game. 
TCU at Kansas. Right. Awesome. Awesome to see both both of these teams back on track. Oh yeah. I mean, this same one. Kansas, like TCU say, six and a half. Kansas don't win another game. I'm impressed. I'm just saying, dude. They need one more to get to a bowl. They, game. they oh, they're going bowling now. That now down the stretch. It's going to get tougher. It's going to get a little tougher. It's going to get... I was looking at that as we was talking. Okay, we got TCU at home this weekend. Right. Got to go to Oklahoma. Eh. Yeah. At Baylor. Yeah. Eh. Conference game, solid. Oklahoma stay at home? Not a shot. Yeah. Um. At Texas Tech? Eh. There's some road games, Maybe. Huh? Yeah. Guess who goes to Lawrence, Kansas? Hook them horns. Oh, they Texas. got them last year. Queen Uri's back. Oh, now we really going to see. Now we're going to see. Does the Quinn... Well, he's back, but I mean, he might be playing in that game. I mean, by the time... Yeah, be- oh, yeah. No, I mean, he'll be back this week, but yeah. maybe he won't get hurt. Mm-hmm. But no, Texas has to go to Lawrence, Kansas. Mm-hmm. The boringest place in America. In college football. Right. But but Kansas showed me something. Even though it was a close game, it showed that they can win it. Oh, yeah. I mean, granted. And then they go to field goal, but. Kansas State. Yeah. See, that game right that there. That might be the game to decide the bowl game. K-State. They may they may get it before K-State, though. It's 4-1. and one. They got Iowa State. They'll get 5. TCU probably lose Oklahoma State, Texas, Baylor. <laughs> oh, they'll beat West Virginia. So Kansas will have their six wins by the time they play. Yeah. Hey, we've been underdog underdogging and doubting Kansas all year. What? Dude. They I mean, hey. Why not? Jayhawks on the right track. Let's go. We're gonna we're gonna enjoy this year. <laughs> exactly. Did you see it. what their quarterback did last week? No. Nah. 7 of 14 for 93 yards. I know. It wasn't It wasn't. He didn't the have a good game. year. Jalen Daniels? No, it, it wasn't a previous. That's why I said they, they, they at least they showed they can win those type of games. But. Yeah. And, but, for the year, 7-3 mm-hmm. of 107, 68%, 983 yards, 11 touchdowns, one pick. Right. And he's a dual threat. Yeah. Yeah, he's got some decent weapons around him. Also. He is. So, they're talking about maybe a Heisman dark horse. Very dark. I don't. Jalen Daniels. It's dark. Here goes something for people yeah. that they might not think about and realize. He was recruited by Les Miles. Mm. He was in Les Miles' last recruiting class. Right. He was a freshman in Les Miles' last year. Right. And now mm-hmm. look out. Let's saw something in and we all didn't see. Yep. Nor the hell did we think Kansas would do it. Nope. With a couple of uh with a couple of new pieces and coaching staff. Let's do this, Taz. Shoot. If Kansas goes to a bowl game, mm-hmm. win. No, uh, well, if they go to a bowl game, okay. we'll go to Kansas' bowl game. In Kansas gear. Well, they're in Dublin, Ireland. Well, no, all bowl games are local. Nah, well, they're in the I'm states. Just shooting crap. But yeah, we find out where they go. If they go to a bowl game, let's go to the bowl game. Let's find out. Let's find out where they. We'll headed. take a selfie in Kansas gear at the Kansas bowl game. Because they ain't on Christmas Day or something. Crap. Nah, we'll probably go to a Cheez It Bowl. 
<laughs> oh yeah, I know about that bowl. <laughs> All right, y'all. Y'all heard it here. Kansas, one more win. We will be at your bowl game. Come on. Y'all been proving us wrong all year. Let's go. Keep it going. All right. Next one, we got Eastern Michigan versus Western Michigan. A lot of people ain't going to pay attention to this game because they ain't going to care because it ain't a Power 5 game. It is a great group of five game. And guess what trophy they play for? Name it. The Victory Cannon. Victory Cannon. Boom. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, if I'm... The winner gets to shoot at the opposing team's bench. Mm. <laughs> nah, brother. <laughs> They're playing at Western Michigan. Point spread's about three or so. Playing for the victory cannon. That's One cool. of the greatest trophies. Because the MAC, oh, every game they play for in conference is a trophy game. Mm. But yeah. I like the victory cannon. I mean, even the uh, the Big Ten, they have a lot of trophies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Big Ten. It's something about up north. Just something about up north. Everybody say, let's get a trophy. Let's play a game for yeah. a trophy. You get a trophy. You, you get a trophy. trophy. Yeah, like Oprah up there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another one we got that a lot of people might be able to watch. Is Utah at UCLA. Two mm. ranked teams. Right. Uh, UCLA's kind of been quiet. Not really talked about for the yeah. most part. But they both rank coming into this game. Yeah. This is the thing that I got. And this is the thing that aggravates me. What's up? And I get, we got Utah coming in at number 11. Mm-hmm. Now they're playing in L.A. Right. At the Rose Bowl against UCLA. Mm-hmm. Utah 4-1. They had that loss against Florida at the beginning of the right. year. UCLA surprised everybody. Knocked off Washington last right. week on Friday right. night. They're number 18. They're 5-0. and oh. Utah, three-and-a-half-point favorite. It's a 3.30 kickoff, which mm-hmm. means it's a 12.30 kickoff mm-hmm. local time. Mm-hmm. Then fans at UCLA yeah. need to show out. The reason why UCLA why? is this, is the little brother to USC mm-hmm. is because nobody wants to show up. What? Why? Look at this. Last week, they played number 15 Washington on a Friday. No other game in town going on. Good team. Great team. Number yeah. 15. I mean, showed out. And yeah. I, I won't lie to y'all. I thought Washington was going to handle UCLA. Right. And UCLA showed up. Mm. 41,000 fans showed up. Mm. 47% capacity. Mm. You got these kids that are now 5-0 and playing in less than half of the Rose Bowl being filled. Let me give you another stat. Mm. Saturday, USC... Played a one in three Arizona State team. Mm-hmm. Fired our boy Herm. Yeah, love you, Herm. Mm-hmm. They had sixty-two thousand and had eighty percent capacity. Mm-hmm. Sixty-two thousand people showed up to watch USC play a one in three squad. When your undefeated team only had forty-one thousand show up to play the number fifteen team in the country. Now I'm challenging you, UCLA fans. Yeah, show up. Well, they don't have to. Cause well, Utah, I mean, no, I'm saying Utah's going to travel. So well, yeah, if, I mean, Utah will you travel. If you don't, they're going to flip it. It's going to be home field for them. Because mm-hmm. they travel. They travel to Gainesville. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's yeah. a lot closer than Gainesville. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. LA's a lot closer than Gainesville. <laughs> they traveling. Oh, so yeah. No, they're going to travel. It's your call. You don't have to show up. Yeah. But you're going to be outnumbered if you don't show up. Because yeah. Utah's proven that they'll travel. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be there. So. But show support for your team. 
Of course. How are you going to win L.A.? And how are you going to win in recruiting? And how are you going to want to move to the Big Ten and all do mm-hmm. all this when they you won't support your team locally? Right. You I mean, know what I'm saying? When it. they're actually playing pretty well. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't get it. I don't. I see these. I see these schools, man. They're trying whatever they can to make that um, that game day experience, man. Um, something would bring these kids back. I don't, I, they're trying everything. They're even trying to expand Wi-Fi throughout the stadium. Yeah. Because I mean, most kids they're probably on their phones anyway. Yeah. Oh yeah, they ain't paying attention you know? to the game no damn way. Yeah. So, but but like, think about it if you're a kid. If you're being mm-hmm. recruited, mm-hmm. right? Let's say you're in you're you're playing in LA, you're a high school recruit, mm-hmm. and they invited you to both of those games last week. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, hell, UCLA, they're undefeated. They're playing a top fifteen school. Mm-hmm. That ought to be a pretty cool atmosphere mm-hmm. to go to. And you go there and it's dead. Yeah, a lot of holes. You know what I'm saying? You look in the right. crowd and you're like, damn, like what does it take to fill up this stadium? Yeah. But then you go to USC that night, the next day, at night, and you're like, oh, they're playing this BS Arizona State. It's jumping. Yeah, they just invited me because they know they were going to steamroll them, and they want they want to sell me on the team. Right. And then when I show up, I hear the band, I see the cheerleaders, I see the fans, and I'm like, oh, okay, I like this. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now, granted, USC is number six in the country, and UCLA is 18 right now. But that's regardless. You should still show up and support your team. There's a lot of teams that ain't even ranked. That look at Nebraska. They not ranked. They sell out every game. And it's something, and it's weird. You would think, but you would. It's weird over the years that the team's been kind of mediocre down so long. People's just kind of lost interest. Yeah, and in a city like that, you have to sell it because there's so much to do in LA. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's, especially for hell now, they got two NFL teams, two NBA teams, uh, two baseball teams. Yeah, I think what the LA Angels, they're in Anaheim somewhere around there, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Hell, San Diego's 45 minutes away. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? You have so much to do, movies, entertainment, all this. Like you need to sell your program. What is Chip Kelly doing to not sell? Because like he didn't have to sell Oregon because there ain't a damn thing to do in Eugene, Oregon, but Oregon football. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're good, they're going to show up because it's something to do on a Saturday. But in L.A., what is where is he missing on selling the L.A. experience that Lincoln Riley is able to sell? Yeah. That's the thing now. You, I don't know, man. Being there so long. And I think they have a decent quarterback. Yeah, I'm not sold on that DTR. I mean, no, nah, no. Nah, but I mean, know. he he he's good for the scheme. He's, he's a good scheme good quarterback. Scheme. He's definitely good yeah, for the he's scheme. He's a system quarterback. And my thing, like I said, I don't know as far as Chip Chip selling now, dude, is to the fan base is is he getting in the community? At, I don't know. At the crucial That's times. the thing. Yeah. You know, off season. Yep. Things of that nature. What are you doing inside the community? What are you doing on campus? Yeah. You know, I didn't follow him much or did he show up at a basketball game? I you, you know, know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you see don't all hear these other about coaches, it. Yeah. you know, showing up basketball games, mm-hmm. baseball, softball games, throwing pitches, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, if he's not connecting with them. No, and you got it's to. It's understandable. Because it's such a talent-rich area. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they used to say that Pete Carroll could walk into the hardest of ghettos and hoods in L.A. Mm-hmm. and nobody would mess with him because right. they knew, oh, if Pete's here, 
one of us are making it. Right, and that's the thing. And Pete is, would go get whoever the hell he wanted. What are you doing with that's part of you have to connect with the students. Yeah. In the neighborhoods and, and the sh- local areas. Yeah, and challenge the students. Yeah. You know, so have some engagement with the students. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. be involved with the city. So yeah. UCLA, I'm challenging y'all. You have a top eleven school in Utah coming in. And we need a better turnout than 41,000 and only 47% showing up. So I'm I'm challenging y'all, show up and show out. If you want to win and be great in L.A., this is your chance. Right. So, all right, the next one we got here, we got Ole Miss and Vanderbilt. Ah, Lane Train, Jackson Dart. Yeah, number nine Lane. Yeah, Vanderbilt's trying to um, keep pace. Yeah, I think they'll be undefeated when they play Alabama. Uh, Ole Miss, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 I really do. I think that's gonna be like a top five matchup when them them two play. Yeah, I do. But our thing is with Vandy, how many more points can Vandy score? You know what? I think this game they probably can. They can put up some points. Yeah, I think this can't. Now, of course, they've changed quarterbacks, but yeah, we're at one seventy one. I think they can. I think they can put some points up. Can we get to two hundred after this game? Hmm. That'll be halfway through the season. It's going to be tough. Then we'll need 168 points for the next six games. And I think that's doable. I mean, it's somewhat of a shootout. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, that's true. 29 points? Uh, I don't think we'll get 29. But once we get past this game, Vandy, it gets a little... I think it gets a little better. Well, no, it don't. We get Georgia next week. But then... South Carolina or Missouri, mm-hmm. South Carolina, Kentucky, Florida, Tennessee. There's opportunity to score points in those games. Not yeah. saying you'll win, yeah. but there's opportunity to score points. Yeah, because if a team like Tennessee come out early, blast and put the points up. <laughs> oh, yeah, they ain't going to give a damn. Same thing with Kentucky. Kentucky will give up points. Yeah. They will. I think Kentucky will probably keep playing because they're, they're, tr- they're still trying to develop yeah. the chemistry in the team. So. Yeah, so come on, Vandy. Let's get some points. We're almost there. All right, the next one we got, North Carolina, Miami. Mm. They have Miami as a favorite. Uh, Three-and-a-half point favorite in this game. Why? I know that North Carolina don't play defense, but... <laughs> right. Damn. But they have that... Josh Downs is back now. Yeah, he's back. So I think the they're going to put up points. Yeah, the offense is going to flow a lot better. And Miami can't score. Yeah, they can't stop <laughs> anybody either. Yeah. After last week. Yeah, so how is that Miami being a three-and-a-half point favorite? And that's questionable. What do they do? Do they do they stick with Garcia or do they go back to Van Dyke? Mm-hmm. That's another I heard question. they're going to ride with Van Dyke. Yeah, I would they, I would uh, ride with the kid, man. I mean, he's proven what he can do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're a three and a half point favorite and a sixty-seven percent FPI favorite. Mm. I don't see that. I don't. I mean, Drake May. Yeah, do he? I mean, hey, he living up to his brother hey. name. Hey, we'll we'll see what happens <laughs> in that game. Dude, one hundred and fifteen for one sixty-five, sixteen hundred yards, nineteen touchdowns, one pick. Mm. Hey, I mean, it's a. Hey, you got big shoes when your last name May. Yeah. You got Luke, Mr. Fundamental. <laughs> and he did it. Ticket. Now, <laughs> here goes something for y'all I just saw. Right. In Miami, ticket starting. 
eight dollars. Yeah. They, they can't give a ticket away to go watch Miami play been, in Miami. They hadn't been, really been uh, moving the needle with that one. Um, when are they going to build an on-campus that, stadium? Tough. I don't know. I mean, all that talks in progress, but like, I don't know. Man, dude, just watching Miami right now, you can kind of still see the hangover mm-hmm. from the previous staff. Yep. <laughs> you see oh, it. Oh, yeah. You can, you can see it. Mm-hmm. You see the same hangover. What was happening back when Wisconsin was running on? Yeah, exactly. See, it's like that same demeanor, same yep. attitude. So I think what you do this year is just kind of keep things in the road. Um, stick with Van Dyke. Mm-hmm. Try to develop some receivers. Um, they're trying to get some in there now, but yeah, try to develop him some receivers in chemistry and move on from there. Um, one game at a time, try to make a bowl. But see, that's Six the, wins would be a good year. It's good, but also it's good because you get those extra practices. Oh, yeah. And what's hurting them, too, is that their receivers can't catch passes. Yeah. Because yeah. they should have beat A&M. No, the top receiver is actually out. Hopefully they can get yeah, him back. Yeah, hopefully he'll be back. Some yeah. point. Yeah, hopefully after the North Carolina game. Yeah, some point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, another game that we got here. We got a couple more, y'all. Shoot. That um that we really want to give a shout out to is James Madison versus Arkansas State, y'all. James Madison is four and zero and eleven and a half point favorite at Arkansas State. But this is the crazy part: they're not eligible to win a division or the conference or go to a bowl game this year because this is their second year in transition. So they can run the table and. Could have been the highest ranked non power five school, right? And can't even go play for the division, right? Because they're in their second year of transition. Right. Now, I knew James Madison, like you said, would have been great, mm-hmm. but man, I didn't expect it to come this fast. They really spoiled. I don't know, they dominated. Know how many those teams actually scouted them? Yeah, <laughs> you should know about them. Mm-hmm. Oh, they will next year when they're eligible. Yeah, they won't be, uh. Overlooking these teams. No, like right now, I could, I would probably say James Madison would probably be the favorite next year yeah. to win the Sun Belt. Yeah. I would. All right, then another one we got here is a sneaky game, mm-hmm. quiet game. Nobody's really talking about, and everybody's kind of glossing over that this is a game I think that will be closer than the experts think. Washington State at USC. Mm. Washington State's four and one. USC's undefeated, number six in the country. They're a 13-point favorite, you know, 87 point or 87% uh, football power index favorite. Mm-hmm. But if Cameron Ward does not turn that ball over, right. they should be 5-0 also because mm-hmm. they blew that 12-point lead with like four minutes left because all of a sudden Bo Nix learned how to play football. Bo, <laughs> Bo, Bo said you only need one good quarter. <laughs> I guess so. And that's all he had. That's it. But And they, they should be undefeated because mm-hmm. that Cameron Ward from Incarnate Word, that kid is legit. Mm. I mean, if you look at minus the interceptions, he has better numbers than Caleb Williams. He has a little more, more intercept. He has seven picks instead of one. But right. outside of that, all his other numbers are better than Caleb Williams at mm. USC. And they got a lot of weapons on offense. And what surprised me... I think they have like 16, 17, 18 turnovers they forced. Like they don't have a 
power stopping defense, but they have a very optimistic defense. Mm-hmm. They they make the plays on defense when they need to. Right. So everybody keep an eye on that one. I think that one will be closer mm-hmm. than the experts think. And then the last game we got here is FSU at NC State. Mm. FSU waited fifteen hundred days to ask to be ranked. Right. It lasted six and a half days. Just to get popped out. <laughs> Can they turn around against NC State? It's gonna be challenging. One is at night. They play not so well at night. And it's at NC State. On the road? Yeah, it's on the road. Yeah. Uh, there again, you don't know which NC State's gonna show up. Um Florida State's dealing with some injuries. Mm-hmm. I think they're they're capable, but it depends how you UCLA play them. If you force Jordan Travis to run, and I don't think Novell wants him to run because mm. he's not healthy. No. If you take the pass away, force him to run, take some shots on him. Yeah, you know, you may set him back a little bit, but uh, NC State, I I think some teams are starting to get better as they go, and I think this is one of those teams. They they played pretty well on defense against Clemson. They yeah. just couldn't get the offense rolling. Right. NC State couldn't. FSU, I think, ran into a buzzsaw and played a real team when they when they played Wake yeah. Forest. Yeah. I think fine. Wake Forest is probably one of the most underrated teams in the country. Yeah, the the previous team, not to make excuse or anything, that LSU game. I can say one of those games that probably can cop. It'll be a wash a little bit. You know, first game of the year, you'll have no right. film, no anything on them, so you can scheme for a game. I don't think the Boston College nor the Louisville's no. really good teams. I really don't. Um, As you saw, everybody saw the fight in the phone booth they had last week. Right, right. <laughs> so, I, so think, I, think, I think this is a critical game for them. Who? FSU. Oh, of course, because they got Clemson the next week. Right. And the last thing you want to do is start out four and zero, and then end up four and three, because now you start questioning stuff. Now you start wondering about stuff. Sell me on FSU. I've watched FSU play some games this year, and mm-hmm. FSU has a big following with the people that that listen to us. Mm-hmm. And I know everything I say, people just think that I'm hating on them. So I don't want to. I don't want that to happen. But I. I have not left, and I try to, like I say, I watch it optimistically. I don't watch it from fan goggles, you know what I'm saying, like I've spoken in the past. Right. And I look at it as a broad. That, FSU, when I watch them, there's not a game I walked away from where I said, wow. I mean, they beat Duquesne, I get that. Mm-hmm. If you don't have two block kicks against LSU, you lost that game. Right. If Malik Cunningham doesn't throw that pick at the end of the game, you lose that game to Louisville. Right. So, like, sell me. Like, I, 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 me personally, I don't trust if I'm down in the game for Jordan Travis to go down and win the game. Yeah. I, I, I just, I don't trust him. I don't. Well, I trust him more to screw it up than I do to make it right. And then if you get close enough, and you need a kick, I don't trust the kicker. That's the thing. So, I mean, four what, so seven. You so, so you, you're most likely you're probably gonna go for it if yeah. you're behind. So you're definitely gonna go for it. And how bad is that? Yeah, it's 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 not not good at all. <laughs> but yet there again with Travis, I don't we don't know how much they're being cautious with him. Yeah. Um, since coming off an injury. Yeah. So you don't see a whole lot of him, you know, moving the but, ball with his legs. 
I mean, even but even before that, mm-hmm. they were losing in the Louisville game before he got hurt. Right, but see, there again, there again, even now I, on that Louisville, like like I said, to be fair, Louisville game, defense side of the ball, Florida State started missing some guys up the middle. You know, actually, they lost. I know two defensive tackles. Yeah, and verse on the end. Mm-hmm. So it's like three three of the rush guys, and now that Bethune's been banged up, probably the best linebacker. Mm-hmm. So. <clears throat> As far as the run game, because that's what I started seeing in the in the Wake Forest game and the Louisville game, they were able to run on right up the middle. Yeah, I Notice mean that. right up the middle. Yeah. yeah, and that's why I say like I'm, and I want to be optimistic, and I want you know what I'm saying people to have something to look forward to and be happy about or whatever. But that four and one, like I said, the only two games that I see that they really won was against Duquesne. And Boston College. Yeah, and we easy, all know what Boston yeah. College is. And they easily could have lost that Louisville or that you know, yeah. LSU game. They could have lost a Louisville game. They could have lost the LSU game. Mm-hmm. This the team that's four and one could just as well be two and three. Right. Going to NC State, then playing Clemson. Now we're two and five. We get Georgia Tech. Uh Georgia Tech, who knows? You know, with mm-hmm. the way they I mean, hell, they beat Pittsburgh. Yeah. And then you got Miami. You never know rivalry game. No, no, it's a good game. If you can't stop the run, you you will not beat Syracuse. Yeah, they got they got to get healthy or get some guys back. Quick. Yeah, Louisiana they fell off, and then you got the rival game in Florida. Right. right. So, I, I don't. I mean, like I said, I, there, there's one out of time, and that's the crazy part because there's. I would feel some, better if Travis wasn't quarterback. I mean, I honestly would. Would you? I don't know. Let me ask you this. Fourth down, two minutes, 80-yard drive, you got Jordan Travis. How confident are you that you're going to score a touchdown? Honestly. Yeah, but I'm not – I don't know. I I would say I'm more confident in Travis than Rodemaker. Only because this. I'm going to tell you why. All right. Because of I think the defenses and defensive coordinators, they're not gonna play Rodemaker just man to man and just say, "Hey, we're gonna come after this blitz." They ain't gonna they ain't gonna be that stupid. Yeah, they saw the Louisville game. Mm-hmm. Is what happens. Oh yeah, all he did was find Wilson. That's it. That was it. Just one. How read, you do not recognize to take that guy away and blow my mind. So I yeah. don't I don't think these next two defenses is gonna say okay. We, for one of all, first of all, we we not gonna have anybody over the top. Would be foolish. Yeah. So now we're gonna at least have somebody over the top, even if we went too high. Yeah. Somebody gonna be over the top. So we just not gonna give him that. And we're not gonna just sit there on man to man and just let our guys get torched. I don't I don't believe that. So is this a team that's four and one going into NC State that two weeks, three weeks from now we're at four and three? Possibly. Strong possibility you be at three losses. Yeah. And why would that be? Because they, they play real defense? Well, not only that, along with <laughs> Along with they got some guys up the middle that's hurt, that teams are probably just gonna just run down the throat now. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> you know, we but, just gonna. I mean, if you can't stop the run, yeah, dude, we just gonna we just gonna be on the run game. Yeah, and like that's Total my thing. Pop. And it's like, and then we're back at four and three, and maybe they might win seven or whatever and go to a bowl game finally. But is that really a good year? Like I say, I still think that Norvell is a substitute teacher, dude. Yeah, I think he should have been. What? Ahead. Let's add, let me ask you. I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah. 
Why is he so hell-bent committed on Jordan Travis? He did not recruit him. I know that's all he got, though. Not really. Yeah, I think that's all. I, I, I still know. think that Duffy kid, it, the hell with it. No. Go through, go through. Like we I said, know, I, I told to, you in the like past. I, said, I only saw that. They ain't going to fire him. I th- yeah, but you don't want to sit back either and say, okay. Sit back. We got to wait. But not I'm going saying, to a bowl we game gotta again? Wait. We got to wait. Uh, two three years on Duffy. Hell no, two years. If you put him in here this year, baptism by fire, homie. Yeah, but that don't mean he's gonna improve by next year. I think he would. I saw, saw a small sample size of him in the spring game. I'm like, nah. I think he would. Nah, I, don't, I, don't, I ain't convinced on him. But what else do you got? You got to go with Travis, the most yeah, experienced the guy, guy that's been here for six years that can't win three games. Right, right. But he got to stay healthy. <laughs> he got to stay healthy though. <laughs> That's the thing. He had not been healthy. But that's because of his game. Well, that too. But some of his game, some of it was the O-line. Of course. No, I'll it's give you better. that. No, I'll give you that. I'll give better. you that. Yeah, the O-line's gotten a little bit better. O-line's I will, I will give you that. I will give you that one. And he's got some better weapons than I think on the outside. Yeah. Than, than what he had before. But if you're a D coordinator, I mean, how do you not take away Wilson? What do you do? But this is the thing. I think that what they're going to try to do, like I said, I don't know how healthy he is because he really hasn't been running. Yeah. But his legs can be an X factor if he's 80%. I think we really need to start talking about the Georgia Tech game because I don't think the NC State and Clemson game were even are worth talking about. It It is to the sense that where it depends how those games go. That Georgia Tech game can't really affect them now. Well, I think, like I said, I think the Georgia Tech game is a game we should really be talking about. I know they play NC State this weekend, but mm-hmm. I don't, I'm, I don't see going to NC State and winning that. Right? Not what is it? Night well, game? Oh yeah, no, it's a night game. Yeah. Eight o'clock. It's a night game at NC State. Right. But I mean, Jameis almost lost to NC State. Yeah, but then then again with NC State now, in fact, they hadn't always shown up either. True. I mean, I watched them. Well, you can we can say always oh, a rivalry. Always oh, that team's playing tough the last few years. But that East Carolina game, they could even yeah. But that. that was early. I, I, I get that, it. that was early. That was the first game of the year. And well, then, but you say too. Yeah. The first game of the year, they got all off season. Right. To prepare for it, we played. They, same uh, we, for they both, played. Same they for played, both teams. They played Charleston Southern, beat them fifty five thirteen. Texas Tech came there. And that East Carolina was on the road. Right. They played Texas Tech at home, beat them 27-14. They played UConn at home, beat them 41-10. Mm-hmm. They went to Clemson, played them tough. They lost 20-30, to but that was on the road. Right. But played them tough. And that 30 is a lot more than what I really think they actually scored in that game. Yeah. And, like I said, I, I don't know. I, I think this team is they're four and one right now. Be happy. Yeah, I think they'll be four and three. But it depends how those games are lost in those next two games. That that uh Georgia Tech game can catch them slipping. Oh yeah, no, because now you're looking at four and three. You mm-hmm. win that one five and three, you get Miami and Syracuse. Uh, Syracuse yeah. might win that yeah, game. Yeah, but I mean even the Miami five game would be close. This game's always close. Oh yeah, it's a rivalry game. It's just close. <laughs> it is. Yeah. So, I mean, it could be the Georgia Tech and the Louisiana game right. that makes them bowl eligible. Right. And, and I wouldn't 
just look past Louisiana. Yeah, they took a no, step back. They but. took a little step back, but I mean, they still solid. Mm-hmm. They are. So I mean, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like I said, I just I, I that's another game. I don't think will be as close as the experts think. Like I said, that game right there is NC State by three points. I don't think it'll be that close. Yeah, I just don't. I mean, that team's they, they tend to hang around. I mean, it would Willie. This is the thing about Florida State. They would some, they would start fast. Oh yeah, they Willie was strong. winning. They went in strong, but they'll start fast. Yeah, take the lead or something. Mm-hmm. But this team, like I said, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say. I think he, he he don't he don't have the depth for one. That, that's no. really hurting him. And it's showing. The game against Clemson is a seven thirty night game on ABC. Here, would game day come here if they beat NC State? Uh, maybe with two losses. No, I'm saying if they beat NC State, if they beat them. five and one versus six and yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Could possibly. we get a game day in Tallahassee? Yeah, it'd be tough. Depends on who's next week. Yeah, I don't know. All right, well, all right, everybody. That's all our games we got. Right. Like I said, we've been away for a while, so we thought we'd run this one a little bit long for y'all. Talk about a little bit of stuff that happened, a little stuff to look forward to. And I think we had a pretty good episode on this one. And like I said, we're going to get back to normal and get back with y'all and get it back on track. Now we don't got no storms out there, no craziness and everything else going on. So we're going to get back back on track to y'all. I think we did a pretty good job today, Taz. Running it back. That's it. Running it back. Yes, sir. All right, then, Taz. You got anything for the people? No. Everybody, man, uh, just continue enjoying these games. Everybody be safe out there. Um, we'll be back. Full swing here. And, uh, hey, college football still here, huh? Yes, sir. Yeah, like I said, if y'all can't do anything to help our people down there in South Florida and the Carolinas, do what you can. Do what you're able to. Like I said, don't don't exert yourself to where you can't help yourself. All right, right, everybody. Well, I think that's a good one. We're going to wrap it up. We'll see y'all back on the next one. Peace. Peace.